Professional football in America is a special game, a unique game. Played nowhere else on earth, it is a rare game. The men who play it make it so. Hey, everyone in, let's go. Huddle up on three, one, two, three, huddle, huddle up. up. God, I can't never play football before. He calls them nothing. You hear me? They please us like we do. Yes, yes, sir. They sweat just like we do. Do you hear me? They went through two days. We went through two days in 110 degree heat. Yes, sir. I want you to hit everything to move. If the ref gets in your way, you hit him. Okay, then, let's play. But that's cheating us too. That gives us two. This is our team. This is us. Let's go right now. Let's get it off now. Let's go. To back man you do not see this in college football but the georgia bulldogs bludgeon their way to back to back glory glory georgia as the fight song says for the lead And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. And now, welcome everyone to the Huddle Up Podcast. You are looking live. Hello everyone, welcome to Huddle Up Podcast. It is Tuesday, December the 19th, 2023. And as the title of the episode says, we are down, but we're not out. You can take that however you want to. And if you hear the strange tones of my voice, you might understand. Uh, this is significantly improved from about three days ago when I could barely Oof. speak at all. So uh, we press on because, much like the flu game um, in any sport, we, we, <laughs> we, we, we play hurt, we play sick, we find a way to, to play at least. So hopefully we do better than... A certain team did in Seattle last night, but oh lord! I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, but uh, Huddle Up Podcast again. Head over to our um, all of our social media at Huddle Up Podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on TikTok. We are on YouTube. You can get our merchandise over at T Public as well. Subscribe and follow everywhere. And uh, share it out. Welcoming Devin and uh, Big Mac joining us there in the comments. Certainly uh, do appreciate it. Yeah, there was no podcast. I didn't podcast at all on Thursday. Um, it was a, a rare night off for me and for no good reason. Um, but uh, we're we're fighting back. Uh, Ernest DJ Christian, how you doing, my friend? Want want to call you quitter? But then I was like, wait, dude, this is this is an improvement for what you have last week wow. dude it was it was real bad over the weekend it was real yeah. real bad it was it's kind of convenient though that matt you know sick again eagles lose three in a row just sick again i know it, I, it I, is I, very I, convenient I just, I just sent him a text right now I'll say hey so you got the shits again something was that like the eagles i mean no. the shits of the eagles maybe oh yeah anyway how, how you doing I'm, I'm good i'm good how are you doing hanging in there man oh, hanging oh, in there like i said definitely better than i than i was a few days ago Student of the game, Kyle Nash, how we doing? You know, it's interesting. Uh, uh, EJ's here. He's talking about, and very intelligently and eloquently, as we've come to expect from him on the Huddle Up podcast. But um, 
Yeah, uh, when one says that one has the shits, perhaps you're better off saying that one has the giants. That might be uh, Ooh, okay. an adequate description. But that too, I, I, yeah, I, you're I, not I, wrong. You're not I wrong. Earlier too in New Orleans, Mike. Some would say that Matt has the bird flu. Oh, I, I, see. I like that. What you, what you did there? I see. There. I see. I think there's a lot of people in Philadelphia with the bird flu right now. For oh sure. my! The, listen, I, I mean, if you're a member of the Trashmen or have seen Family Guy lately, bird is not the word for you in this particular juncture. Yeah, he ain't lying. Um, all right, so let's, uh, gentlemen, let's just jump right into it. As we do each and every week, we look back. At the previous week in uh, in sports, mostly in football, um, and we look at the good, the bad, and the ugly. Kyle, student of the game, Kyle Nash, what was good this past weekend? Well, Jim, my good is that EJ finally stopped crying about FSU. No, um, <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you think. Allegedly, <laughs> I was I was expecting a don't be rude, but that was a better answer. I'm still a bitch. I, <laughs> So I want to say that's that's five minutes twenty seconds in the show. If you need to mark that, there you're a little bitch. Exactly. <laughs> you're a little. So I'm, bitch. I'm, getting, I'm getting my notes, Jim. Well, okay. No, okay. You know I mean, again, like I said before we came on air, you would think that having a <laughs> notebook full of notes would make you better, but you here we are. Well, that's because he's so busy stealing the notes. A B. Does he really need a boat notebook to remind him that he's? Bitch. I mean, is that what we're doing? <laughs> Don't be rude. Yeah, thank you, Don. Yeah, I, I deserve that one. No, um, a lot of directions we can go. Uh, but for me personally, my good is and no disrespect, Jim, but um, Ryan knows the, the, the pages are blank. That's also calm down, Ryan. I know you three in a row. I know. Don't be rude. <laughs> I, I, I think since Jim since Jim's voice is messed up, he might ha- might have to have his uh, finger on that button for a while for all the ish to be talked. <laughs> Don't be rude. Season over, Ryan. Season over. Oh, oh, oh no, this is not. Hey, Ryan. I mean, anyways, no. Um, for, oh boy, for um, for all that we're talking about, all the directions to go. I mean, no disrespect to Jim, but I got to give credit to the Buffalo Bills. Um, I'm pretty sure EJ called this must win. Um, but in this particular instance, I'm going to hit the clad on that, you know, and rightly so. And And rightly so. I mean, to be fair, what doesn't he call must win at this point? That's why I made you. That's why I took the effort to hit the clad, you know. Oh, sorry. Hold on. That's the joke. You see, there you go. Um, but with all the above being said, yeah, the bill's taking care of business. The bill's actually learning how to tell one Josh Allen, Hey, Maybe don't force every single play on the field. And, um, yeah, I, I think that's where I'll leave it. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys defense being like, oh, James Cook, here's the end zone. Um, certainly made life a little easier on Josh Allen. That, that that cannot be denied. You know, I wondered about this earlier on the Student of the Game Report on Earnestly Speaking podcast here with EJ Christian. Bing! When the Bills went after uh, his brother Dalvin, do you think they decided against it eventually because then there'd be too many cooks in the kitchen? I hate you, Kyle, so much. And see, that's <laughs> why you have a soundboard, EJ, so you can give the man the respect he deserves. 
I, in fairness, I, I can't counter that, brother. Honestly. In fairness, he did. There, there's something that um that I read for him uh before his show started. Oh. That you will um that you can sample here soon on the Jaguar Report, and you'll also oh bing, and that you'll also be able to hear at uh, Friday 11 15, uh, 11 15 Eastern, um, with the Duval Dive. It's really good. It's and, really and good. Once he sampled it, uh, uh, EJ's exact words were "talent, bitch." So he um, he, he was on my side with that much of it. Yeah, interesting, interesting. All right, uh, EJ Christian, what was your good from this past weekend? Well, my, my good is a team that I, I'm still like I, I'm I'm amazed that we're now into week 16, and not only is this team in the wild crowd hunt, if the playoffs are today, they're in the playoffs itself. And your brother called this long, 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 long time ago. The Indianapolis Colts, the Frisky Colts. I can't believe it. Ridiculous. Credit to Evil Twin Sean for calling it, but I don't think he had Uncle Rico's revenge on the bingo card. I'm just I don't care how. I, right. I, I, honestly, I honestly assumed he was drunk when he made those predictions. Actually, it may have been. Jim, we said that after the show with him. Yeah. We actually said that. And he probably, I mean, I think if memory serves, he was, but he was drunk. it's worked, yes. it's worked Sorry, out no. in his favor. I mean, don't fix it if it ain't broken there, Sean. <laughs> well, I mean, for real. Okay, hang on. But look, I mean, and this is, this is without with them losing their starting quarterback, you know, rookie, rookie quarterback, you know. So, I mean, <laughs> what they're doing is amazing. Shane Steichen right now might be the coach of the year. I you mean, know, maybe, uh, maybe. no, no. Maybe? He, Listen, top three conversation. If you you want to put him in the discussion, that's fine. But there's another coach in the AFC who D'Amico? deserves it more. D'Amico Ryans? No. But in EJ's defense, this is a very interesting year for the coach of the year. For me personally, and I'm sure Mikey Byrne will agree, when it comes time to crown the student of the game coach of the year, where Mikey Byrne will, in fact, be present. Um, thank you, Jim. Um, this is going to be one of the more tough years uh, thus far. Now, granted, some people may still play themselves out. Sure. That's very possible. Of course. I but, mean, uh, at least the nice thing is this year the the coach that wins it might actually deserve it. Like so that that's, oh, that's, that's something. A Brian Dayball shot. Th- that's I something. One. See, I grab the bull Dayball. by the horns and then I just throw. You know, get oh, it? The bull. The that, was way more, that was way more intelligent. I mean, it, the award this year may not be a bunch of Brian Day bullshit. That's hey oh. <laughs> I like what you did there. I like what you did. Um, oh, yeah. uh, no. Well, side note, a, a sprite zero, not bad. Very good. I enjoy it. I, I enjoy yeah. it a lot. First good time having you like carbonated time. water. Awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it's first time trying it. I'm just, I'm just curious. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Um, I'm going to kind of stick with the theme EJ's going with here, and it's another team that, despite losing their quarterback and all of that, is still alive and currently, more on that later, um, in an AFC playoff spot, and that's the Cincinnati Bengals, man. Um, like, I mean, it's a team that preseason everybody on Huddle Up Podcast Incorporated had as their Super Bowl champion. I right? I believe, I believe it was straight we across the board. Did. We all did. And <laughs> things didn't go so well. And then the season started. Um, but, but, you know, and, and not that necessarily this team is going to be alive in the Super Bowl hunt, but I mean, you look at the AFC and it's, very wide open, and the Cincinnati Bengals, man, you know they're they're still in play again. If if the playoffs started today, they're in. 
Um, and it is a testament to what that team as a whole has been doing now. Jamar Chase uh, looks like he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. That's not great for them. But not you know, great, Bob. Yeah. Not great, Bob. Um, but uh, I mean, look at all the adversity they've faced so far this year, and they found a way to match it. So well, why not more now? Doesn't that even prove beyond a reasonable doubt of why this panel in its entirety picked the Bengals? That 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 skill group is amazing. They're yep. all leave some to be deserved or desired rather, and and their defense is strong. Mm-hmm. But that's that skill group on offense, man. Like Joe Mixon, if Joe Mixon might be your weakest link in anything, you're not bad. And and I got the big homie T Higgins, man. The little uh, catching the whoop. Well, and you're you're getting you're getting play, you know, out of guys that are kind of coming out of nowhere too. Um, like the um, Chase Brown, you know, all of a sudden is is creating this two headed monster um, at the running back position too. So like, no one's confusing him for Noah Brown. I know that. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's 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 just definitely been an impressive feat. Uh, what the um, yeah, what the Bengals have been doing uh, as of late. Uh, let's see. Mike's uh, good is the uh, the T Higgins catch and turn uh, for the uh, for the touchdown. Ooh. Absolutely, Homer. You can go so Homer sick. on that one, but there's nothing wrong with it. Um, That's the best place. It's flipping Jerome Simpson. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Devin's. He said his good, of course, is his Dolphins uh, winning the warm up game to get ready for the uh, for facing the Cowgirls. I uh, love you too, Devin. Homer. Go Homer on that one as That's well. That's nice and original, Devin. Good job. <laughs> we'll be talking about that game uh, coming up here in a uh, in a little bit as well. Um, all right, shifting gears to the bad. EJ, what was your bad this past weekend? I, I can go a lot of ways on, on the bad here. I mean, it could go bad as me as a jinx, obviously. I'm, <laughs> That's I'm, I'm nothing bad, bad about but that I, so far. <laughs> but I'm going to go with something a little more serious here, and that's the MVP conversation right now surrounding um, – uh, this uh, across the media and all that alike. And this is your good. This is my bad. This is bad. Ah, this is bad. bad. Um, uh, they, As you were. Uh, updated odds. We we discussed on the reports today, Kyle. Um, Rob Purdy number one. You know, Rob Purdy. Uh, it, it was a Purdy first. Lamar Jackson second. Uh, Dak Prescott third. Josh Allen. Um, whatever. Doesn't matter. Where the hell is Tyreek Hill? Look, I'm not saying that. Where's Tyreek Hill? I mean, Where's I mean, Christian McCaffrey? McCaffrey's number five. McCaffrey's number five. He's way too low to one. On six. Way. I think he was six. He's five. Jalen Hurts is six, actually. You're um, right. But Tyreek Hill not Are we giving out MVP awards six. for late interceptions or not? Right. Not even not even top six. Tyreek Hill. What the hell? What, what what are we doing here? May we have Brad Pitt from Moneyball, please, Jim? Oh yeah. Uh... Where is where the hell did I put that one? As you were, I'll find it in a second. All right. Oh, here we like, are. Look, what if, the look, fuck are you talking about, man? Like, like, if, look, look, look. I, look, if you, if you don't want to put target number one, whatever. I disagree with you, but still, he should be. He should be in top five. But the fact that he's not even on the list, on the fucking list, is egregious to me. Now let me let me ask this question. I don't I don't know if you know the answer to it, mm-hmm. but what is the correlation between? betting favorites and players that have actually won the award i i don't know and maybe you, you don't mean, know the you answer mean, you mean you mean the past i mean like, right like last year like even within the last I couple of years favorite. like when you look at the odds going into the awards you know the the, the end of the season when when uh, does, does the odds makers 
you know, does the leading odds maker for who's going to win the MVP actually end up winning the award most yeah, of the pretty, time? From what I gather and based on the conversations I've seen through the years, whatever the media is trying to push at you, Vegas tends to agree with it as well, too. Whatever and, and the being what is such. mainstream media feeds you is you – feeds I shouldn't right. say you, but, like, the people out there – um, is usually what the odds makers hand out because gotcha. okay. a it's easy to do. B, um, the 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 national media is just a bunch of lemmings. And listen, I understand you get busy as a media person. I do it. Hell, let's look at my weekend. Dr- Rain drenched, curable, thirteen to nine on Saturday. Drove to Jacksonville. Oh, with the three point conversion. Thank you, Jim. Then Saturday, drive up to Jacksonville to cover. That or uh, yeah, that game with Lamar Demetrius Jackson facing the Jags for A7BN Sports Jaguar Report and also the three point conversion. Then coming in Monday to do a press event to finally talk to some players before they head over to the Gasparilla Bowl and work I'm doing with the Black and Gold Banneret. So yeah, I get it. You're busy. That doesn't mean you have to be a bitch and look at just numbers. Use some of your observation and analytical skills and understand that numbers don't necessarily mean you make the team around you better. Sometimes if you have to have a quarterback doing it, you don't do it by one who disappeared the moment his left tackle uh, got hurt. You don't do it to one that's dragged his team down with mistakes just as much as he's carried them. And you don't do it with one that's definitely evaporated for the past three weeks and is just as dependent as those around him as Brock Purdy is. Oh, I said it out loud, did I? But... Um, that actually last one was a Jalen Hurts shot. But the punchline is this. If you have to do a quarterback, you do Lamar Demetrius Jackson and not these others that you have hinted there. But by the way, to EJ's point, Christian McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill, stupidly too low. And he's got this one correct. McCaffrey's too low. Hill's not even on the fucking list. Yeah. And 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 look, it, it, we will see, obviously, a couple weeks um, who the official finalists are. Um, and then who will ultimately win the award. Um, but yeah, I mean, even just in terms of, of betting odds that this list is absurd. It, it, how, how, how is Dak Prescott I'm, I'm, still right. third? I like, well, I'm, I'm less Bob about the Purdy thing. I can understand. I can, I can understand. Look, I don't agree with it, but I can understand the, the push of Purdy because the numbers are great and he's been fantastic. Okay. So but, let me do this real quick. Here's the problem. All right, and I made this point weeks ago in a reel on the Student of the Game podcast. Bing! So we go through pro, pro bowlers real quick mm-hmm. for the 49ers. Trent Williams, I think, is obvious. Mm-hmm. Brock is sure to be one. George mm-hmm. Kittle. Kyle Jusizic, or sorry, Juszczyk, <laughs> as I like to say all the time in, in, in joke. The fullback will probably get in as a fullback, whether he belongs there or not is a separate question. Um, let's see, Purdy, Kittle, uh, check McCaffrey, obviously a pro bowler, Ayuk, Debo, one of the two of them you think will get it too, right? You, one would think. We're just rattle off five there, and I haven't touched the goddamn defense. But yes, please, tell me how Brock's the most valuable one. Right. Shreel Lamar. If you, if you can go based on this list here, Shreel Lamar. Yeah, I mean... Dak shouldn't be in the top five at this point. Jalen Hurts certainly should not be in the top five. No, Jalen, well, Hurts six. Dak, I, I, I would say Dak deserves it more than Jalen Hurts right now. If I'm, if I'm comparing, okay, if you're you. okay, if you if your debate is Dak or Hurts, then the answer is Dak. But neither should be in a top top five conversation right now. 
I have no problem with Purdy being in the top five. That's what a record. Pur- I'm, I have no problem with Purdy in the top five, but the top three should be Tyreek Hill, Christian McCaffrey, and Lamar right, Jackson. Correct. The I, fact I, 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 he's taking ahead. the votes away from Christian McCaffrey such mm-hmm. as is is an absolute goddamn travesty. There's a reason that Christian McCaffrey was uh, Mikey Burns' student of the game MVP, and rightly so. I picked Tyreek uh, myself with Christian McCaffrey in second. You had to get to third place at that point before you got a quarterback, which was Patrick LeVon Mahomes the second, and he since trailed off. I'll give him that much tra- credit that Patrick LeVon Mahomes the second isn't even at the top six at this point. Yeah. But, you know, that's something I guess we could blame Katerius Tony for. It, it's amazing how he has no receiver core, and, and yet they're this close to clinching the West, and now you don't want to talk about well, credit. Wait, and- Patrick LeVon Mahomes the second, as you did last year over Saquon Barkley, too, right? And to add to your point, but Mahomes, you know, I don't know if you guys noticed this. I don't know if you saw this, but he's he, he uh, with all those drops he's had this year from the receivers, he uh, still leads league in passing. <laughs> Ain't that something? <laughs> for record, for record, that's more about Andy Reid's coaching than anything else. But to that, to to add to the point, I think you're trying to make, EJ Christian, mm-hmm. is all that's true, and yet he's less valuable in your mind than Jalen fucking hurts. What are we doing? That's true. Student of the game, Kyle Nash, what is your bad from this past weekend? I mean, it was going to be that, but I didn't expect EJ to say something that intelligent. No. <laughs> Damn! Uh, I will say, though, this week, in another loss wow. by, by the Red Tails, Sam Howell and Ron Rivera throw away another game and let the Rams stay alive in the playoff race. Not that I'm mad at that part. By the way, I mentioned that as my bad for this fact. It stinks! Most teams that have their quarterback still healthy, Lamar Lamar Demetrius Jackson, in the ultimate irony, by the way, when his injury history was being held in the offseason. But nobody wants to talk about that shit. Um, (laughs) Funny how giving the guy some offensive weapons can actually do some wonders for him not getting killed. He lost his best weapon, though, Mark Andrews, and he's still doing the shit he's doing. Oh, no, no. He He just built a new weapon. He didn't lose shit. And by the way, Listen, I don't care who you are with as talented as Lamar Demetrius Jackson is. Him finding the tight end if he needs help is still likely. But Kyle, Lamar Jackson can throw the ball around. Yeah, ask the freaking Jacks defense about that shit. Anyways, no. um, What defense? Oh, never mind. No, no, hold. That's the joke. Yeah, A, B, the Jacks defense was actually the upside of that game. More on that later, but um, yeah, to see Sam Howell continue to add L's to his name um, is definitely my bad. And yet, there's so many Red Tail fans that just can't accept the fact but, that this guy. But is as somebody who doesn't like Howell, isn't that also good for like for your? You know what I mean? You're not a Howell guy. I'm not a Howell guy. I just predicted he would be bad, much like I did Desmond Ritter. And the Falcons figured it out faster than you. That's what I'm trying to say, Jim. What's the record for quarterbacks to get benched during a regular season? Because Ritter's at two now. Yeah, I um, I, I can't help you with that. Yeah, those <laughs> be at uh, least two or three. It gotta be those it's guys. One thing to get benched twice to have it benched twice by the same guy. I would think it's appropriate for me to take a sip of the beer, considering the guy's name that's replacing him. That is true. Although, very different beer that you're drinking. Um, but nonetheless, um, moving on. I mean, I could I could specifically just list the Dallas Cowboys as a whole. 
in my bed or maybe sitting on the fence or like in my ugly because Jesus Christ, what the fuck was that? Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to go specific to what the hell was the starting offense doing with three minutes left in that game, still in the fucking game. That was one of the dumb, I called the giants out on it earlier this year and I'm going to do the same thing for this. Why the hell was Dak and Pollard and Lamb and Ferguson and Brandon Cooks? What the hell were they still doing in the game down 31 to 3 with three minutes to go? Stupid team. It's beyond stupid. It is beyond stupid. Like in the rain, on the road, you're you have already lost this game. The risk of injury there beyond beyond moronic to keep them in. They are lucky that they got down the down the field, uh, scored a meaningless touchdown, um, unless you needed that in fantasy football, which I had a couple of friends that did. Um, <laughs> like that that was that was so stupid. It was just absolute moronic by by the Cowboys coaching staff. Hey Jim, can I get a breaking news segment real quick though? Oh, what? what, 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 news. what? Texas quarterback CJ Stroud to miss this week against the Browns. Oh, that stings. Not yeah. great, Bob. Not uh, not that surprising though. For being honest about it, the the reports I saw either late last night or this morning were that he was still in concussion protocol. Right. Um. So I can't say I'm surprised. Um. A little surprising that it was announced this early, given that they right. do play on Sunday. But uh, that's that could be a little concerning. Um, if, if you're, you know, if you're dealing with enough, uh, post-concussion syndrome that you're, that it's still, you know, two weeks away. Yeah. So, well, I'll say this much. That means one of two things or both are true guys. A, he's that bad off and B the Texans as an organization are smart enough. I know not normally a uh, sentence we've been using of late, right? The Texans organization is smart enough to know, Hey, this damn guy is the future. And me and Travis Holmes have both point. talked about it on the Duval dive bing, that the Jags will be battling him for at least the next 10 regular season matchups. They have two per year, five years. That's definitely his rookie contract. He's not going anywhere until then. And he might play there longer if the Texans have the right part of their hemisphere in their brain working. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, that's, that's certainly a great point too, is, is like, look, I mean, um, just sitting outside the, uh, the, actual playoff position look i get it you have a big game this weekend and we'll predict that here in a little bit but yeah it this the uh the likelihood again i know we talk about the afc being wide open but the likelihood of of this being the uh the super bowl season for the houston texans probably not um if we're if we're uh putting money down um well, so yeah why why risk it's happy why? Why risk the uh, the long term health there of your uh, yeah true of yeah, your quarterback? Exactly. So um, yeah, all right, EJ, thanks for uh, for getting that. And this would be a perfect time to play. Houston, we have a problem. Um, uh, ooh, <laughs> stung. So, there we go. There we go. We had it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to the. Uh, let's see how Mike had his bad. Um, well, this kind of leads into my ugly. But uh, what the fuck was the hit on Michael Pittman? Um, yeah, definitely that one that one not great. Um definitely a bad hit and now uh forget the guy's name for the Steelers out for the rest of the year. 
uh, suspended for the rest of the season. Um, and that was it on the beds from the uh, the comments. Uh, Uglies, student of the game, Kyle Nash. What was he, what was ugly this past weekend? Um, you know, maybe this is Homer ish of me because the turnout determines whether or not I can cover another NFL playoff game in person. But uh, the Jags offense, pretty damn ugly. Um, you know, just the random fumble by Trevor Lawrence that has no good reason to it. The whole yeah, concept of what they tried to do at the end of the half. And gentlemen, before you go, well, Trevor should have spiked. Not great, Bob. After the game, Doug Peterson said they weren't spiking it no matter what. And that the real problem is to coach up Trevor, that if you're going to take a shot, don't do it to the inside. Either do it quick or get it the F out of bounds. That, 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 was, that was my whole thing. It's like you have one of two options on that play without having a timeout is you spike it or you throw it to the end zone where it's going to either be a touchdown or it's going to be incomplete and the clock's going to stop. The problem was throwing it short. Right, you know, and in the, in the middle of the field where you're not going to be able to stop the clock. That that was the problem. Like, so, like I get people are you know they're they're trained or whatever to be like, oh, you know, you should have spiked it because you didn't have any timeouts. Why did you have any timeouts? But like, you're in a position where you can obviously go for the end zone. You're right there. Um, Catching a guy off guard is is kind of part of what Doug Peterson does yeah. as an offensive mind too. Like he's an, a semi aggressive guy. By the way, thank you for that contribution there, Big Jim. If you could please cue up Rick Sanchez in, as a tribute. This guy gets it. <laughs> and by the way, credit to the Ravens winning that game. Obviously, not, not taking away from the Ravens, but to actually your point though, the, the Jags. I feel like the Jags also equally. Gave the game away too. Also, some really bad turnovers in that game. The points on the field, left on the field. There, in my opinion. I'm glad you said that. Shall I build on that for you, EJ? Absolutely. Here's the other thing: they've been very dependent on one Brandon McManus to fill in the gaps when they don't score in the red zone. The Jags, mm -hmm. by the way, 0 for three in the area in question. One of them. Not that we great, Bob. Yeah, thank you, Jim. Um, also. People would be like, but Kyle, Brandon McManus missed two field goals. Yeah, from 50 and 55, for Christ's sake. Like, what are we doing? These things happen. It was a semi-windy night. Like, thing sucks. I want the record to show he hit the damn goal, uh, goal post, too, from 50 yards. That's great for even an NFL kicker. But the punchline yeah. being this, friends, if you actually convert on third downs, you don't have to kick the ball from that far out, right? I mean, listen, we all can't be uh, – it's Austin Bryant, right there, uh, Cowboy fan? Uh, Brandon Aubrey. Brandon Aubrey, whatever his damn name is. I don't know. It's a kicker. Plays for Dallas, whatever. Where's my goddamn electric car, Bruce? I'm all. Uh, that's me making fun of the voice I start, suddenly went into. But the punchline's this, guys. Brandon Aubrey, by the way, um, should be getting uh, Pro Bowl consideration. Whole other question. But if you're that dependent on a kicker to get points – these things are going to happen, right? So how about maybe, I don't know, converting third downs. I get it. You don't have Christian Kirk. That That is a big loss for that. But, um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, EJ, what was your ugly from this past weekend? <clears throat> well, my ugly should be a good. It's ugly because of the result, but it ended up being a good because of, of what happened as a result. The Chargers. Um <laughs> Oh, the ugly was the game, obviously. I mean, what the fuck was that? Uh, we thought we saw worse when I mean, they won 6 nothing against New England. How bad are you when you're getting your face kicked in by the fucking Raiders? The same team that three days, not, not even a full week, three days before lost 3 nothing to the fucking Vikings at home. Yeah. <laughs> 
is a disgusting act. Thank you, Joe. Brutal. And as I I mean, look, they they quit weeks ago. This game showed it. And I said this at halftime. Brandon Staley, if the Spandles are actually smart, which we're not, of course, but they're actually making the smart decision here, he won't even make it to the fucking weekend. Forget making it through the weekend, to the weekend. And sure enough, 11 a.m., he was fired Friday morning. Yeah, Yeah, but think of all this money now that Jim has to spend on rocket fuel for Kellen Moore. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, he's not my problem anymore. Like, he was my problem last year when I wanted to launch him into the sun. He's not my problem. The Chargers can have him free and clear. They mean, they may end up wanting to launch him into the sun. That's not my problem anymore. Well, that's the thing. They've scored more points under his offense. The problem's been the defense where Brandon Staley is alleged to be an expert. Alleged. Absolutely. Allegedly. Uh, uh, my ugly from this past weekend, uh, Devin has the, the, the team as a whole, and I guess you can't really go wrong with uh, with just labeling these guys. The goddamn Jets. As, as ugly as a whole. But that offensive line, man, oh, holy hell. <laughs> like, just... Literally offensive, uh, or offensive, or however you, whatever. Both, Jim. Like you know, what whatever uh, way you want to emphasize the O, but holy hell! Are we surprised though? No, we're not surprised. But hold on. Here's the thing: I might be, I, I, I might be surprised at just how bad they are. Like we knew, like that was going to be the problem. But good lord! See, but that's my thing. I was there. When they were four snaps into the season. At this point, I think what EJ's saying is accurate. We're week, what, 14 or 15 in? Yeah, we know your shit, guys. Okay? <laughs> um, yeah, just absolutely Except brutal. Um, Mike has his ugly. He says, Ernest the Jinx. God, what else do you uh, do you have for us? Um, I think the crowd deserves to see that particular comment. Packers fans, I apologize. I mean, I really do. I said two weeks ago, the schedule, they, they're a cakewalk to, the, to win the wild I just win the wild card, and they're 0-2. Yeah, and you were, you were writing off the Seahawks after the loss to the Cowboys. Exactly. All of a sudden, they're back in play. Did the Eagles? Hey, Jim, if, I can, if I could submit to the committee that we uh, uh, set up some sort of a, um, a, a program so we can have an intern or interns, because there's so many of them, go through all the uh, video uh, in 2023, so we can have a clip full of all of EJ's jinxes. Oh my God! I, if anybody wants to take that it's project that on, bad. it wasn't it wasn't that. Bro, bad. it's gonna be longer than Draymond Green's infamous hits video. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, at least I got the Cowboys wow. ten plus wins right. <laughs> well, that is that is one thing that you actually got right. Yes, that is definitely one thing you got right. Uh, Jason comments. He said, "For once, the Eagles are handing the division to the Cowboys, and they just can't win. If the boys lose to the Finns, Dak will be on the hot seat. And the coach is it Super? Uh, is it Super Bowl or bust for Dak, or at least NFC Championship? Uh, no, 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 no. 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 You're and, at, and, and look, man. I get. Hold on, hold on. I get you. Come here every week, and I appreciate. I appreciate everybody who comes in here in the comments every week uh, with uh, with the the Cowboys snark, and that's fine. Uh, I, I I get it." Uh, you're not a Cowboys fan, so you hate the Cowboys. Um, there's no way that Dak is on a hot seat. Absolutely not. In fact, he will probably get a contract extension after this year. Yep. Mike McCarthy, however. Now, look, McCarthy's, the other, McCarthy's the other question, and it depends on, on what they do in the postseason. 
Um, if they lose round one to an NFC South team, I think he's gone. This guy gets it. Um, you know, if they get this guy gets it, they get into the the, the second, possibly third, fourth round. Again, we're we're looking way out into the picture here. And, and not only that, the situation still stands. If the Eagles went out, they wouldn't be MC East. So. Jim, uh, not necessarily. Oh, uh, that changed now. So, and I don't even understand all how this works, but apparently if the Cowboys and Eagles both win out uh, because they would now be even in, like, the head-to-head division and conference records, records, it would come down to, like, the like the strength of victory. Yeah. Which is, like, an arbitrary determining factor. Uh, um, I think- they do it based on the victory percentage of the opponents on their uh, respective schedules, which is incredibly similar. Right. Which means, which means actually, then it, it, an interesting twist. It means actually, then if that's actually how they do it, it would mean then that the Super Bowl runner-up Eagles, who were last year's defending champions, get a bit of an advantage because they're playing advantage air quotes because they're playing the tougher schedule. However, correct. but I think the different game in question is Kansas City, who I forget who the alternating game for the Cowboys is but I think they are even record wise or close I've seen all sorts of scenarios broken down if Um, they're playing another AFC West team though Jim if um the Eagles beat the Chiefs compared to the Cowboys beating another AFC West team that's advantage Eagles at current that that's yeah that's true I again I've seen a bunch of scenarios um who have broken this down and, and uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see how that plays out. Um, Jason also adds Belichick Cowboys coach next year. I mean, no, nah, I, I, I look, I mean, here's the deal that that would involve McCarthy being fired. That would um, also involve Belichick being willing to suffer Jerry Jones. I don't, and think- I, yeah, I don't, I don't see that at this point of his career. Um, yeah, a, a very unlikely. Very what is unlikely. clear though is that San Fran is is the the one seed now. The other one seed. <laughs> oh, it would that's, that's it, it would it would take a an epic collapse by the 49ers or an injury to a particular player for uh, Shut the fuck up. I didn't <laughs> say head, his head name, to, Kyle. Does head, does head to head go first with the with the number one seed uh, thing? Head to head because the Eagles. It, cause it, that, yeah, it depends on if they're in the same division. If they're not, yes, it does. Yeah, I think. because because. Then Sam has a two-game lead, pretty much. Then, yeah, they, yeah, they, they again, it would take a collapse by the 49ers. I mean, as much as I said this doesn't matter, apparently I'm incorrect to the extent that it does matter whether or not it goes through Santa Clara and Levi's or not. Uh, Jason, stick with us about the Jaguars playoff because we will be talking about the playoff picture here in just a uh, a couple of minutes. Deep dive, baby. Uh, we'll take a dive. It's a good thing you're asking here, Jason, as somebody who writes for the Jaguar Report. Bing. I can answer that with some authority. 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 Give me respect, my authority. But before hey, we get to... Kyle. Hey, fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> oh, God. I, I deserve well, that. fuck you, Kyle. Um, but before we get to that, um, for the second straight week, we'll look at our college bowl game of the week. Obviously, next week on the show, uh, we, we, we will be live the day after Christmas. Um 
we will be talking about the college football playoff semifinals because those games will happen uh, in in the next week. So uh, no more quote unquote meaningless college football game bowl game of the week. Uh, but we have one of those this week, uh, and it is the Lockheed Martin Air Armed Forces Bowl Saturday. 3.30 Eastern. Well, the Gorilla Bowl featuring Georgia Tech and UCF, who I cover with a black and gold banneret. Wait, Jim, is, it every, is it every college game in meaningless anyway? I mean, the committee told us that before they got knocked out of the fucking playoff. Yeah, I'm not mad. You're still wrong, but that's okay. Apparently, yeah, the continue. game of, of uh, Alabama versus... I'm Texas still Texas. grieving, Kyle. Respect! You're I'm sorry, bitch. He's pronounced hating. Shut up, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> The Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl this Saturday, 3.30 Eastern Time on ABC and ESPN Plus from Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, it is the 11-1 James Madison. They're a two-and-a-half-point favorite uh, taking on 8-4 and four Air Force. Uh, 41 is your over-under, Kyle. It's actually a compelling G5 matchup. I, I would watch that if I had the opportunity or time to do so. But it's Christmas, my in-laws are here, and I'm also looking after my son on a regular basis. I know, this whole responsible parenting thing is bullshit. You, you could tell <laughs> I'm a responsible one because, A, my kid doesn't dunk on me, and B, you won't ever see him during my podcast. But the punchline is this. Way out of line. It, it is what it is, man. I mean, you could say way out of you, way out of line all you want, Jim, but don't make me call for Colonel Nathan R. Jessup. But the punchline is this, guys. Well, I, I can't I, find it. It's got to be. I, I, you can't handle the truth. There we go. Found it. <laughs> the punchline is this, guys. Um, James Madison's a great story, and I think that's going to be enough to carry them. I don't have a great analysis of this game. You'll excuse me if my Air Force film, uh, or, or rather my Air Force uh, scouting is limited here. I haven't it actually happens. had chance to watch many of the guys uh, out of uh, Colorado Springs there. But... I, I do believe being inspired by the movement, by the Pat McAfee appeal to the idiots that are out there in the higher echelons, which is the, the, the only thing superior to that is Joel Klatt feistiness. I mean, let's be real. But um, at the end of the day, I think JMU does the job. And uh, I'm going to take the under. I think there'll be a lot of points in this. Or excuse me, the over. And it's not the unslight over. Nothing is over! I <laughs> That's just what gets me as I hear it. No one's talking about the Pac-12. They're dead, Jim. Anyways. Wow. Um, he's dead, Jim. I mean. Oh, snap. That's what we need to add. He's dead. He ain't lying. Is woke Jim? Is dead, Jim? Oh, well. No, 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 no. Like, it, it, it's, what are their chances? He's dead, Jim. <laughs> uh, EJ. Uh, come on. James Madison, man. Great story. I like story. good stories. Let's continue to good story yes. here, James Madison. Even over great analysis in sports, you still like good stories. Absolutely. You're that. damn right. Shut up. Uh, what's the runner again? don't give a fuck. What's the runner again? Uh, 41. Oh, that's that low, huh? Mm. Give me over. Fuck it. Bowl game. Let's go. Slide over? Not even slight. Hammer. Oh, snap. Hammer. Look, if you have questions about an over-under in a bowl game at this point, take and unless it is one of the playoff games, uh, semifinals. Yeah. Or, or there's a torrential downpour in the Wow, well, that too. There was a that too, bowl yeah. where 11 fumbles were featured as Appalachian State. That's a lot. Over the Red Hawks. And yet somehow or another, Caden Robinson still had nine, catch, nine catches as a former UCF player playing in his old stadium. Jeez. Amazing. Just um, some of the few things you'll discover as you read my article about the Cure Bowl on the three-point conversion. Uh, <laughs> Good lord. Uh, yeah. 
Look, my my papa was an Air Force man, but J- the James Madison's the story. They're the better team. Um, you know what? I'll throw I'll throw Air Force. I'll take Air Force to cover the two and a half. I'll give a oh, one that's sweet, a one point victory or a two point victory for James Madison, but definitely take the over uh, as well. Mike has the Dukes and the over, so uh, all in, all in agreement there that uh, James Madison uh, will pick up the win and move to twelve wins. Um, I would say good on the NCAA, but they basically had no choice but to put <laughs> to uh, put James Madison in when not exactly. enough teams qualified. Why do you for... think I gave Pat McAfee the props, bro? Exactly. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we did this last week, and dear God, did it uh, did it blow up on our uh, YouTube channel? Um, so make sure you are subscribed to that if you're not already, and, and I certainly do appreciate all of the uh, all of the views on last week's. Um, and uh, hopefully we have some similar success this week. Uh, but looking at the NFL playoff picture, <laughs> what's that? Or some similar jinxing. Or well, yeah. Where the, where the Giants at? Jeez. Oh, never where the Packers at? Oh, this is, well, it's not, it's not last yeah, year. I was gonna it's say. Not, I think you're. You're not last year. No, no, it is. It is not. And, uh, where, where, where are the Seahawks at here? EJ, how about that? They're almost oh, they're, there. They're almost there. Right? Yeah, they're yeah, they're one spot out. They they're yeah. they're ready well, for uh, it. They're tiebreaker out right now with Rams. Yeah. Um, but uh let's look at the AFC first, uh, gentlemen. Uh the Baltimore Ravens currently the number one seed. Um in the uh, yeah, ain't that the truth. Uh wild card round would be the two seed Dolphins taking on the seven seed Colts, the three seed Chiefs taking on the six seed Bengals. And the four seed Jaguars taking on the uh, five seed Browns. Uh, teams still on the outside looking in that are eligible because Titans, Jets, Patriots all are eliminated officially. Um, I mean, I think you can pretty much put the Chargers, Raiders, probably Steelers <laughs> um, are, are the teams that are soon going to be eliminated. Um, but the, the teams really on the outside looking in. Texans, Bills, Broncos, I think are the three that oh, the Denver Broncos. are the three that I think are going oh, the Denver Broncos going to have have any sort of say. Um right. if if things are gonna change here. Um sitting here week fifteen, EJ, um what changes? All right, so um I'm 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 sold on both when I'm one seed. Um even week, even a week out before the, the game against the uh, Dolphins, well, not a week, two weeks from the Dolphins, they're, they're going to close one seed by, by next week, uh, next week Sunday. So that's the lock. Two seed Dolphins. Whew, the schedule, the schedule. The next three games: Cowboys, Ravens, Bills. So I'm a reluctant to. I'm I'm going to lock them at two. Maybe a three, but I'm still on the fence in that one because that's, so that's that's schedule. That's schedule. That schedule's little. Yeah, there's little no such thing board. as a hesitant lock. So I'm, I'm lock, we're locking seeds here, right? For the record, just this, this real clear. We're predicting. If you say lock, you can't be. No, 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 no. There's no two, Here's the question: Locking for the playoffs. So, well, I think the actual question is like, is what teams will change? But yeah, I mean. If you want to, if you want to, you know, if you're going to say the Dolphins are going to make the playoffs, yeah, they make the playoffs. No, I won't lock them with a two seed because the schedule is tough, and if they lose one game, Casey wins out. The schedule's pretty pretty easy rest of the way out. They're a two seed. That's There's simple. the kiss so of all, death. Well, again, as I'm saying, the guys, listen to me. Um, 
So I'm not going to lock him in two seed. Playoff team. Talking trash as he now kills the Chiefs. I still, I still, well, well, the the power of of Pat Mahomes compels you. It's okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, So two seed, I'm not going to lock in the two, three Chiefs yet. Uh, The Jags, uh, you got three way tied to AFC South right now. Them, the Texans, and the Colts. But the Jags schedule is still pretty favorable. I still have faith in Jags to get things done. Um, I'll lock them, actually. I'll lock them. Um, as for the wild cards, five seed Browns, I'm there. I'm, I'm there now at this point. I see enough. Um, six and seven is the, that's that's where the, it, things get a little little tricky. Bengals schedule still tough. Still tough schedule ahead of us. For, you know, for the Bengals, um, I won't lock them just yet. I want to. And they had no Jamar Chase this week also against the uh, Steelers. Should win that game, even, even not Jamar Chase though. But divisional games, it's weird, you know. <laughs> so just you know, TJ Watt, it's weird. Exactly. Well, you said it. I mean, Mason Rudolph. <laughs> sorry, to say out loud. It was oh. weird about that. That's out loud. I'm sorry. Um, and 17 Colts. Those guys are actually pretty fairly favorable as well too. But I won't lock them up either. I still think Denver is the team on the outside to watch out for because the rest of their schedule now it's Patriots, it's Chargers, it's Raiders. So if they can win out. And get a hiccup or two from one of these. So, two okay, teams, so so out. if if a if a team on the outside team or teams on the outside is going to get in, who gets in and who falls out? I think both teams will fall out. And I think both the Broncos and Bills get in. But I'm oh, sorry, Broncos and Bills. But yeah, we get get in. Yeah. So Bengals and Colts fall out. Bills and Broncos get in. Yeah. Man, the Bengals story is so cool, though, man. It really is. Um, I mean, it would make it's this just, all it's look just, really smart. It's just a schedule. Yeah. If, Dude, honestly, this is why I'm with the Bengals. If they win this week against Pittsburgh, I'll uh, – because their schedule, it's, it's Steelers, Chiefs, and Browns. Right. Thank you, Ben. That's the issue with the Bengals. Browns obviously going to miss issues. Um, no, Brown. Brown gives Browns give the Joe Burrow Browns issues. Browns give Burrow issues. We have True. not seen. We listen. Okay, Cincinnati has not had the opportunity to give a Browning to the Cleveland team. Okay, that's what we're looking for here. Uh, you know what? We, we're gonna do this again next week, anyways. Uh, give me, give me Broncos. Give me Bills to get the this uh, six and seven for the time being. If Bengals win this week, though, I'm, I'm, I'm I feel a lot better about their chances. But I gotta see more week. Wow, no kidding. All right, uh, Kyle, same question to you. Um, Hopefully what? I can answer it a bit more eloquently than my co-host here. Um, well, listen, at the end that, of the day, I that's still easy. Think, that's easy. Low bar. That was easy. Chiefs, right? I still think the Chiefs um, get that two seed. I think Miami does hold on to get that three seed. Um, I, I think I can't believe in the Bills yet because despite all the greatness and, and the, the performance they had this past weekend – Sorry, uh, Jim and EJ, but um, you know there, there's too high, there's too low a floor to balance out too high a ceiling, as you guys have been saying the whole time. Even though I said they make the playoffs back in the preseason, the it's not the Bills that I have a problem with. These other teams that I did not see coming, specifically the Indianapolis Colts. Um, at this point, two AFC South teams are going to make the playoffs. I'm making that call now because I'm not a fence sitter, nor am I a little bitch. So. You're a little bitch. I'm a little bitch, though. That being said, <laughs> um, that being said, I I listen, and no disrespect to Burn and his Bengals, man. Listen, I, it's a great story. I just don't think they clear the hurdle. 
Um, for my money, uh, I, I feel like um, at this point, man, isn't Sean Payton making that campaign for coach of the year, huh? Holy snap. Um, that being said, it's still going to be the Browns that get it. I think they hold the five seed. I see the Broncos sneaking in at six or seven. Um, and the Colts, I'm going to say for now, will hold serve simply on the strength of C.J. Stroud missing. Um, I think the the Browns win this weekend to take the Texans out of it um, and retain that five seed. And then in week 18 right now for today, I feel like they get C.J. Stroud back by then. If they play him, I think they knock the Colts out. Or not, or, uh, I'm sorry, they may knock the Colts out, but by then I think the Colts would have gained too much ground. Yeah, the Bengals have a hard road, and and, and Mike, uh, yeah, he also uh, pointed out uh, Steelers, Chiefs, Browns to close. Um, and, and for him as a, as a Bengals fan, I can't fault it. I uh, love the motivation. Why not us? Absolutely. Um, you know, when, it, when, and when you're looking at the, the Bills, the Broncos, the Texans, you know, if those are going to be the teams that are going to knock out um, either the Bengals or the Colts, because at this point, <laughs> and <laughs> – Praise be Joe Flacco. What a weird, uh, what a weird year. Twenty twenty three, bro. What a year, what weird year we're in. But like the the the, the, the Browns, <laughs> the Browns definitely feel like uh, um, uh, you know, like like they they will get in whether it's the five seed. I don't think they're going to catch Baltimore. So they almost they almost feel like they're going to be they're locked into the five seed. Like either the Cowboys or Eagles are locked into their five seed. Um, so it's 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 just a battle for those six and seven spots. Um, Buffalo has the Chargers, Patriots, and Dolphins. Denver with um, the Patriots, Chargers, Raiders, and the Texans close out with Browns, Titans, Colts. Um, yeah, I mean, not knowing the the you know beyond this week the health of CJ Stroud this week against Cleveland that's that's definitely a bad beat for them um i i i got to lean more on um the the the, the Bills or Broncos um yeah. definitely taking a spot away um did we get the Colts I'm pulling it up now uh closing schedule the Falcons Falcons, Falcons Raiders, Raiders Texans right um Damn. Okay. So the Colts, um, so the Colts currently hold tiebreakers over the same record Texans and Bills. With that, can, with can that go, schedule, can, with can that, they go three and zero? No. Okay, there you go. You need there's your, there's your hookup. Eighteen. Okay. Buffalo can go three and zero. They won't. Those, those are Dolphins. Wait, you don't think the, 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 I think the Colts could go three and zero in this? In this. I think they lose to the Texans if CJ Stroud plays, which is week eighteen, right? Yes. Okay, should be back by then. In Indy, Buffalo can that, go three and zero. I said what I said about CJ Stroud there, uh, Jim. Buffalo can, they won't, because they're fucking Buffalo. After Which, all this bullshit, I've listened to you all year about the Bills will make the playoffs. I picked it. <laughs> Now you're going to run and hide like a little bitch. No, Stop it. but, but again, Stop it. No, EJ, I'm saving you from yourself. I know they can. I know it's on the board. I know their schedule's relatively weak. I know they toppled the Dolphins before. I have a question, All though. All I'm saying is they won't. I have That's a question, though. Prediction. Staying on the topic, though, 
Okay, I'm, I see your point, and I like your argument. Where's the loss? Miami. Assuming Miami doesn't need that game by then. Okay, Why are you the- assuming that, though? Hold on, Jim. Let me answer his question. Where's the loss? Buffalo. They shoot themselves in the fucking foot. Which game? Somewhere. I don't give a shit. Pats, Chargers, Dolphins. Which one? I don't give a shit. Okay. Hmm. I mean, They're going to lose one. I think it was the pass to the Chargers. They're going to the playoffs anyway. Well, I mean, that's I mean, you're not wrong about that. But here's the thing: I don't know why you're assuming that the Dolphins aren't going to need to win Week 17. I mean, the, I mean, the, or Week 18. I, I apologize because you know, right now they're 10 and four. The Chiefs are nine and five. They may. They, it's very possible they need that game to get the number two seed. And, and I'll say this, EJ, if if because because it's week 18, that that Buffalo and Miami battle so it's right? in Miami as well, you're asking me to pick Buffalo's coach over Mike McDaniel. How about new? Um, so, yeah, I, I don't I don't think the Bills went out. I, I don't think the Colts went out. They could. Um, the, the, I think the Broncos will get in. I think they'll take a spot from the Bengals. Sorry, Mike. Um, it's unfortunate for the Texans because. They've had a hell of a year, but but now with this uh, Stroud injury uh, looming over a big week here, um, that that's that's going to be tough to overcome. I, I got to address something here too. We haven't talked enough about Jacksonville's uh, situation, and Devin said something that mm-hmm. I can't let stand because I cover the team. Not so much that I'm insulted by it; it's just a take I don't think he's considered fully. If you can bring his comment up right here, real quick, Jim. Buffalo's going to sneak in and take Jacksonville's spot. Here's why that's not going to happen. Okay, Um, let's say they even lose to, hey, hey, Tampa Bay, right? Uh, Because Trevor Lawrence is currently in concussion protocol. As of yesterday, I haven't seen today's uh, action there from John Shipley, my editor at Jaguar Report. But Doug Peterson was not able to answer questions yesterday regarding Trevor's status and all such that it is. So he is still in protocol. We're not sure if he's playing on Christmas Eve in Tampa. If he does and they beat Baker Mayfield and company. The next two games are the Panthers and the Titans. If they win in Tampa, they're going to win 11 games. Okay? Yeah. What I'm telling you is the Jags are going to win 10 games at worst because of those final two. Let's say they lose in Tampa. They're still going to win 10 games, just as somebody here on this predict- panel predicted in uh, late August. Bing! on the student of the game podcast. Yes. Um, and a 10 win team getting eliminated is very interesting. I'm not sure the Jags are that team that will get eliminated, but for, for the Jags to be eliminated, either the Colts, assuming the Jags lose one, right. And, and, and only end up with 10 wins, the Colts or the Texans would have to win out, which, is okay, so the te- which is very uh, unlikely, right? Because right now they're all sitting with the same record, and the Jags have the tiebreakers, right? Which I mean, listen, the Jags won't be watching the TV directly because they'll be in the middle of playing and, and for their own lives. But the outcome of that week 18 game of Texans uh Colts is a very huge deal, obviously, <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, I, I don't see that happening. Uh, Jason has an interesting comment, he said, if the Dolphins lose to the Cowboys, uh, the Finns better worry about the Bills, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't think that's a without question. Well, and especially because Miami is, uh, they have Dallas, then they're at Baltimore, and then they play Buffalo to close the year. Right, absolutely. Like that, that is a tough road. That is a I tough mean, road. 
we expect we most people expect Buffalo to be only one game behind by week eighteen because Buffalo's schedule works out great for them the next two weeks. Yeah. As you've continued to point out. And yeah. rightly so. Um right. and, and I see I see Byrne talking about Taylor Heineke <laughs> beating the Colts. I mean, they did improve by sitting Desmond Ritter again. You're not I mean, wrong, how much Byrne. though? Because Heineke did not look great. At all, and not not necessarily his fault. I think that's uh, Arthur oh, Smith's fault. By not a one, Dolphin fans must hey, win this week. By the way, DeForest Buckner has entered the chat, and he's going to be in Heineke's nightmares. Uh, not a must win fun. this week for Miami. Not a, excuse me. How is it a must win? They have a two game lead over Buffalo. A must win for what? EJ, stop with the incomplete bullshit. If Miami loses one game next two weeks, and Buffalo wins out the next two games against the Chargers and the Patriots. One game separates the, the Week 18 game. Buffalo wins. They're not only getting the playoffs. So, by definition, this is not a must win. It's a must win. Bitch. If Miami no, wins this week, lose it. That's well, not well, how the math works. You want to keep the, crack, you, don't you? Could Miami feel good about the division title? They don't do math. Two, they need to keep a two-game lead. Okay. You're feeling good and must win are two different things. Thank you. Must win. It is not a must win because you lose the and you're wrong. And I'm telling you why you're wrong. Because if they lose this week and they beat Baltimore, guess what? You you have that two game lead again. Just stand there in your wrongness and get used Wait, to it. Wait, they lose Dallas and they what now? If Miami loses to Dallas but then beats Baltimore next week, what does Buffalo do though? Does Buffalo lose to uh, the Chargers on Saturday? That's my point. He can't even stay consistent. This guy, EJ, if they lose to to Dallas this week, and Buffalo wins this week. Buffalo is now only one game behind. Right, going to be seventeen. Okay, now they go now now do next week. Now do next week. Even if Miami wins week seventeen, Buffalo should win week seventeen as well too. Still one game lead. Week eighteen, they play. Winner wins division, and that's the must win game. Not well, this duh, game. obviously, yes. but you don't want to come out to week eighteen. Obviously, you don't want it to, but that that is why my point. That's a sta- must win. That is not a must win. No, dummy. that is a that is a we want to win. Yes, oh it would be God. nice. It would be better to win. So why? So, so, then, so then, why was the go Jet ahead and rest yourself then? later? It is not a must win. Then why was a Jet game a must win? You agree with that, Kyle? It was for the other side more than anything else. A B, the Jets were a must win, as I explained on both your fucking shows. It was a morale thing at that point. If they lost that game, I don't think they could come back. It wasn't just about the math there. I knew they would plummet continually that. I knew that Timmy had boiled their chances at that point. I say no, but it was my advisory professional guest as oh somebody who God. spends time in pro in, in press boxes Goal all over moving. Goalpost moving. It's not moving, asshole. EJ, telling you why this week is not a must-win for the just Dolphins. Like, just, hold on, Jim. Just like you use the term must-win wrong, you use that wrong, okay? Know what it is if you're going to talk Also, about Jason, you are also wrong. This is not a must Listen, what, what do you say? This is not a must-win for the Dallas Cowboys. There, it, uh, No, it's not. They literally are already in the playoffs. No, 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 no. no I agree with you on that one. <laughs> How is that? If, like, if we're talking NFC East, yes, I guess, but oh, big, big picture, no. That was not clarified. Right. Right. If you want if you want to put clarifications on it, which I asked you to do, EJ, three weeks ago when you were talking I about. You do it just now. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to start putting clarifications on it, then go ahead. 
I guess morale-wise, Dolph put it to Cowboys be a big, be a nice win. Oh, who's there. moving the goalposts? It would now. absolutely okay. be a good win for the Cowboys to beat Miami on the road. But it's a bigger, it's a bigger must. Oh, a bigger so you're talking about the division? The then yes, I would lean more towards it being must-win. Every game for the last couple of weeks has been that for the Cowboys if they wanted to Philly win the division. Should win out. They should, but you also pretty much locked them into beating Seattle. So do that again, EJ. I dare Seattle's you. Seattle's better than Giants and the Cardinals. I dare you. I fucking I dare, dare you, EJ. Do it again. Do it. I win. Dude, I'd rather you guys win the division than the Eagles. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm doing God's work here. Of course you are. You're a Cowboys fan. <laughs> now, Mikey Getz, he said the Bengals-Steelers must win for the Bengals. If they lose, they fall out of a playoff spot season in shambles. I would oh, agree. I would and, also, and, and that schedule, too. True, this guy gets it. Steelers. If the Steelers lose, they're done. Oh, yeah, for sure. We assume they're done now anyway. <laughs> uh, they the they are, but again, math math and reality are two different things. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, Mason, Rado, Mason Rudolph is close, but he's not math. You know. <laughs> Don't, Don't do, do math. math. Um, <laughs> all right, let's look at the NFC side. Um, San Francisco, I almost you almost just lock them into that one seed Absolutely. at this point. Jesus God. Um, <laughs> currently... The two-seed Cowboys would play the seven-seed Rams. The three-seed Lions would play the six-seed Vikings. And the four-seed Buccaneers would play the five-seed Eagles. Um, on the outside, looking in in the NFC uh, would be 7-7 seven and seven Seattle, 7-7 seven and seven New Orleans. And that's where I draw the line. Basically, I, I draw the line at 7-7 seven and seven Seattle because I think the Saints find themselves basically out of the discussion after this weekend. Um, but uh, officially eliminated, teams officially eliminated in the NFC, Washington, Arizona, and Carolina. We talked about it on the student game report, EJ. Who do the Saints play this weekend? That's a pretty big game. Thursday night against the Rams. We will be predicting that one here in a couple minutes. Um, so, Kyle, uh, looking at the NFC playoff picture, um, what changes, if any, uh, do you see? Well, I'll lead with this. Um Listen, both you Cowboys fans, I've been pretty far- harsh. Got Give me up. five. See what I did there? <laughs> I hate you. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that the uh, the Eagles meander their way into the second seed. Um, I'm, the Lions and, and, and Bucks, I think, are pretty clear um, that they're going to stay there. Uh, the f- the only thing that's more fraudulent than the Vikings this year is the Vikings last year. Um, so they, too, will fall out. Um Thank you, Jim. And uh, frauds? No, wait. Atlanta's already been, been beaten this week. <laughs> Shouts to my guy, Danny Thompson, who you'll see on the student game this week. Bing! Hey. Anyways, um, and don't worry. We talk about the fraud cons, EJ, just, just to raise your hopes. Um, at any rate, um, for me, at this point, that then makes it pretty much Thanos-style inevitable that we have two NFC West teams and I see Seattle and L.A. both making the playoffs. All right. Uh, just for um, for uh, knowledge's sake, uh, the Vikings have Detroit and Green Bay both at home, and then they travel to Detroit in Week 18. Uh, the Rams have the Saints, and then they're at the Giants and at the 49ers. Seattle has uh, at the Titans, home against the Steelers, home against the Cardinals. Um, yeah. EJ, what what to you, what do you think changes in the NFC? 
All right, San Fran State number one. They pretty much clinched it unofficially. <laughs> uh, two seed, I'll go with the Eagles. Although Lions now, Lions Cowboys game next week, week seventeen, could be sneaky for the two seed. Huge. We'll see. We'll see what happened to Philadelphia first. Though, but just saying. Um, but I'm gonna go two seed still to the uh, the Eagles by virtue of the schedule. Um, three seed. Um, obviously Lions would lock that three seed at, at that point. Four seed. Tam- I'm 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 on Tampa. Tampa's win division. I think at this point now. Uh, five seed goes to Dallas. That's easy. Um, this is where it gets interesting now. Six seed, we asked me this month ago, but I said Minnesota was was a lock. Nope, not anymore. In fact, Minnesota's done. They're done. Uh, quarterback issues and the schedule I now. I tell you, but you wouldn't listen. Yes, 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 yes. I didn't listen. Uh, another jinx team. Team I jinxed also. So Minnesota's gonna be out of that spot. Um, I like the Rams to to grab on those two spots. Oh shit! And and honestly, <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> fuck the Saints. I give. Me, I, 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 Seattle after yesterday, they, 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 yeah, I, I'll take Seattle's a seven seed, honestly. But nice back. Uh, but I thought they were dead after they lost that must win well, game against the Cowboys. <laughs> weird. Well, beat the Eagles. Man, real weird they how beat, that happened. They beat the Eagles. They beat the Eagles. The other team I jinxed like three weeks ago also to the Packers. What happened? Yeah, so 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 Mike says he has the Vikings out, Rams out, Seahawks and Packers in. Uh, the Packers. He's trying to supplant EJ's jinx. That's nice of him, but uh, uh, Packers I mean, close schedule definitely at Carolina, shit, at Minnesota, and then home against the Bears. Um, so I mean, a game against the Vikings that EJ would be what we call a must win. Um, oh, I said what I said, Jim. Yeah, and you that were wrong. Make you correct, right? You, you could you could say wrong. a lot, Mike's not, but Mike's not wrong though by logic of the, of the Packers' schedule. But so far, zero and two, and that easy easy stretch. Yeah, they have so, they have not been good in these in these easier games for sure. Not great, Bob. Uh, they need to figure it out real quick uh, if they want to have a shot. Uh, they are a team that could pretty much be eliminated uh, this weekend, no matter what happens against Minnesota next week. Um, yeah. Um, so Philly closes uh, home against the Giants, home against the Cardinals, and at the Giants. Uh, the Cowboys have the harder road there for sure. Uh, at Miami, home against Detroit, and then at Washington, Detroit closes at Minnesota, at Dallas, home against Minnesota. Um, I, I don't I don't see Detroit catching. I don't see Detroit catching the two seed. I think they're going to be pretty much. I think I really think you can lock in one seed, three seed four seed um yeah. the two seed is going to be the nfc east champion whoever it's going to be um most likely the eagles but like that team does not look good right now at all um and i understand they have they have had a rough schedule the last few weeks niners cowboys seahawks that's not an easy road okay i get that it's getting a lot easier for them in front of them <laughs> but you know they don't, they had a three point win against the Bills. They had a four point win against the Chiefs. They had a uh, five point win against Dallas. They had well, a close Jim, win against Washington. Sure. The Eagles have 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 been playing close games all year, and it feels like it's catching up to them a little bit. And for your concerns, Jim, they're playing last year's Coast of the Year twice. That is true. Games. That, that is a damn tough stretch. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we 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 laugh about it, and and there's no reason to believe that the Eagles should lose to the Giants either of the two times or the Cardinals. But the the, the you know 
Things we have seen weirder things happen this year. This Eagles team has lost to the Jets this year, right? Okay, so like, uh, damn Jets. Like, there's there's no guarantee all year across the board. There's no guarantees. Um, so yeah, Philly probably going to be the two seed. Dallas probably going to be the five. Um, into that question, like, <laughs> would you rather win the NFC East or would you rather be the five seed? That's a great question, Jim. I mean, would you rather play Tampa or some combination therein of Vikings, uh, Seahawks, Rams? Or, I guess, allegedly, possibly the Saints, right? Yeah. Sure. I said allegedly, damn it. Sure. And don't hey, throw the Packers in there, too. Allegedly. Right? You get the home game versus like, the uh, road. The yeah. worst case scenario is facing across from Aaron Charles um, Donald. At this point, I think your True. worst case scenario is the Rams getting to the sixth seed and you have to play Seattle. Interesting. I think Seattle's a more dangerous team to play than the Rams are. But they'll so, a, so you a two think, seed, right? You think John Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup and um, Puka Nakua are less dangerous than Geno? The, the only difference is that they're going to be the link this time, though. That'll be a home game for them, though. The only difference. Yeah, I do. Well, I, I, I think well, I think Seattle is a more dangerous. I team. a question, but okay, EJ. Sure. I do. I do think. I yes. I think Seattle is a more dangerous team than the Rams are. I do. All I all I know is this. I know for two next three weeks that Jim is the biggest Giants fan on the planet. That's all I know. I mean, I always want the Eagles to lose. So that, yeah, mean, it doesn't matter. Going to be a bigger Giants fan than you are, Cowboy fan, Patriots yeah. fan, Chiefs fan. I, I'm Broncos the, fan. The, the, the thing. I'm not even worried about what the Eagles are doing. My worry is about the Cowboys this week. That that's my worry because the Cowboys are three and zero, or excuse me, three and four on the road this year. That's a problem. That's a problem. The good news is you'll definitely, as a Cowboys fan, be plenty of damage to Tyreek Hill's MVP efforts because the Dolphins are going to run the ball all over you. Um, the in terms of the six and seven seed, I think the Vikings will find their way out. I think mm -hmm. Seattle and uh, the Rams uh, do get in. Um, and 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 lastly, as we're talking about the playoff picture, because I mean we've 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 seen the frustration with the Chiefs um, over the past few weeks. Um, still the three seed, you know. I I don't think there's a ton of panic in, in the, you know, they're obviously a team that knows how to win in the postseason. Don't tell the national media that Jim. Um, the only Super Bowl champions, no big deal. This isn't the same team that won the Super Bowl. Okay. Agreed. 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 Again. Yeah. M never mind. I'm not even going to go there. Cause you're I'm saying the core, I'm saying the core parts, the Mahomes, the Andy Reeves, the Kelsey's, the, you know, those guys. So three guys. Cool. Um, all right. The, but <laughs> Got important guys, though. I mean, they are. But, you know, teams have pretty much shown you if you can cover Travis Kelsey. Problem solved. Um, the there's injury concerns and whatnot in Jacksonville. We've seen concerns now this past week out of Dallas, out of Philly. What team should be mo more con most concerned um, looking at the final three weeks and then the postseason? Kansas City, Jacksonville, Dallas, Philly. Kyle, I'll start with you. Define concerned. Are, do you mean like getting knocked out of the playoffs? Or um, the, with their ability to make it to or beyond the AFC title game 
or their conference title game? To make it what to what team what team should be most concerned about getting to the final four? Um, because the mash unit is what it is. I'm going to go Jags. Yeah. Um, simply because uh, Christian Kirk, when you're getting him back, um, Cam Robinson's still out. Um, when are you going to get Andre Cisco back? When are you going to get Tyson Campbell back? These are all things that are factors. And oh, by the way, in the meantime, can Walker Litter and Ezra Cleveland on the all on the O line, which is already just thin as hell in the middle. No, don't make any comments, CJ. Uh, that uh, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> I saw that wink. For those of you who are on the podcast, EJ tried to be smooth and wink. Oh my! In the smaller window, <laughs> I I know you heard it, you some bitch. Anyways, um, and and this I winked not, when I winked. <laughs> that's not taking away uh your your Cowboys uh, injury concerns, EJ. I mean Jim, um, but. <laughs> Uh, for the the Chiefs having injury concerns, I, I think is lesser only because um, they had concerns in the roster going into the season. Like for example, the new tackle being Jawan Taylor, and, and and all of that. Uh, as much as we talk about the receiver issues, the fact is they've been weaker on the O line for the entire year compared to last year. That's what we've been trying to talk about. All right, EJ, same question to you. Oh, that's easy. It's the Jazz. I mean, the Jazz have to find themselves out of the playoffs completely if they're not careful. No, I don't think it's going to happen. But they're, they're right now they're in a toss-up with the AFC South right now with two teams, the Colts and the, and the Texans that have – Okay, ask three. and answer, though, EJ. Like, C.J. Stroud is relatively injured. They're going to lose at least the next game in Houston. Right. And then the right. Colts will have uh, – they have their thing going well for them. But so, too, do the Jags, and they have the tie breaks on both teams at this point. So uh, in, in, the, in the wild card? Uh, yes, so, so I'm saying because say, divisional. The, well, actually, I don't know about the wild card, but because divisional, real quick, divisional mm-hmm. record, they have the potential and would assumedly, uh, after beating the the Titans in the final game, would have a five and one record in division. I think that's a first for the Jags in franchise history. But Colts win this week. It's, it's, it's hypotheticals. Colts win this week. Jags lose. Now the Jags in the wild card spot, but now they're also in a spot where Buffalo wins. They're now nine and six. Who's the other team in the wild card now currently? The Bengals, they win. They're also 9-6. and six. The Jags at the point are now out of playoff contention. Well, well out of the playoff seven at that point. So it's they have more concerns. At least the teams you mentioned, Eagles, uh, Chiefs, they're all in a – they all have 10 wins already. They're all in a secure situation where they can afford a loss or two in the event, you know, worst-case scenario. The Jags are in a spot now. If they lose – and Tampa's not that's not that's not a gimme game either for the for the, for the, uh, for the Jaguars. They lose it's this game. Hard, it's hard for me to believe that a team will be left on the outside like that <clears throat> with ten wins. And if that happens, that'll be the most Jacksonville Jaguar shit of all yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's why I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I don't care. Must win for the Jags this week. Um, I'm not angry at that, but it's still stupid. Yeah. Well, who, I, who, Colts, if the Colts beat the Falcons this weekend and the Jags lose to the Tampa. Uh, Tampa, Cincinnati beats Pittsburgh. Buffalo beats the Chargers. Asked and answered, though, EJ, if C.J. Stroud returns, and you agreed with this earlier, I think the Texans still win that Week 18 game and get the Jags back where they need to be. Yeah. yeah but that's a lot there. Just take your business now while you can. Well, I, I, agree. Well, I agree. I agree with you, Doug. I agree with you, Kyle, to your point. Uh, but I, I, I do think that... Th- because of tiebreakers, I think the Jags do have a little bit more of an inside edge. Um, I'm sorry, Jim. One more stupid, tiny detail that does need to be mentioned. 
if they lose to the Bucks, that does not impact their conference record. I think Correct. Made clear. I do know the Jacks have uh, have a win over the Buffalo Bills this year, so they have that in their pocket, which helps them. Um, but there, but but there still be a game behind that scenario though, based on the scenario I presented, actual game because of nine and six versus eight and seven in the conference. So, no, just the record overall. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah. it's like the Jacks have a getting have a lot of favorable tie breaks against mm-hmm. a lot of the teams here, mm-hmm. except for one. Right. And that's, that's the Bengals. I, I think my larger point here to Jags is that their margin of error now is gone. They got well, I mean, uh, no, their margin of error is tighter because again, they still tighter. they still have the tiebreakers over their division opponents and the Bills and the Bills, but which the but but ultimately, like the Bills realistically are playing for a wild card spot. The Jaguars are playing for a division and three wild card spots. So, like the the the. Well, two, two, really. Let's be real. Cleveland's going to get ten points before they do. Fair. At this point. So the, you know, but you, but you know what I mean. The Bills are playing for two spots. The Jags are are playing with three spots. So the, the the numbers are a little bit more in in Jacksonville's favor. Um, yeah. Each right. point is fair. Those are there are yeah, not not wrong. Yeah. But um, yeah. The last two games against who? Jags last two games after this week in Tampa. They play who again? Uh, that would be Carolina and Tennessee. That's why I feel a little better about their chances once again. Yeah. Past no this shit. Week. <laughs> if they if they do if they just get through this week with a win, they're running with the. Uh, NFL. Um, I, I don't mean to be flippant, EJ, but you'll have to excuse me. A ten win Jag team is old for me. I picked it back in late August. Okay, so like what I did too. Fuck? I had ten plus four months ago. All right, I'm bored with this shit. I did too. I I, I remember I told you they could be a form of the top two or three seed in the, in the AFC. Um, my, my most concerned and, and, uh, Homer, um, and, and I'll hit the button on myself is, is the Cowboys and, and, and it, and it more has to do because of what the road in front of them is going to be. Um, you're three and four on the road this season. Um, Jim, come on. You're going to go with this road, 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 road game trash. Like where have the more difficult games been played? That's not because they played on the road. That's just because the way the schedule fell out. It's up correct. There with, you know the Jags having the defending world champions, two AFC North teams, and um, not yeah, two AFC North teams. Granted, with Browning in as a backup, but a separate conversation. And also um, the Niners in Everbank. That doesn't mean they play bad at home. That means all the fucking good teams came in. No. But here's the thing: if the Cowboys had lost those four road games all within seven to ten points, then I'd feel a little bit better about it. Interesting. But, story. but they got their asses kicked by the 49ers. They got their asses kicked. Oh, did the Jag by the Bills? They got beat pretty bad by the fucking Cardinals. Okay. Well, see, that's that's your one thing on the road. I okay. can't count. You know, and now I get it. You you played a game in Philly that you probably should have won. You were arguably the better team in that game, but you still lost. Now you play at Miami this weekend, who can can attack your weaknesses on defense in multiple ways. That's fair. That's a that's a hard spot to be in in a, in a spot where, as we have correctly pointed out, if the Cowboys want to win. The NFC East, they can't afford to lose. Okay, so you know you're you're in a must must win situation on the road to win the division uh, to have a chance of winning the division. 
um, against you know a, a a good team on the road where you've had harder games, but you haven't played as well. Um, and the Cowboys even admitted it after this game, like their energy, their like they have not played they have not played well on the road this year for whatever reason. I at home they're fine. Even against Seattle, even against Philly, they have been fine at home. Um, so you have a tough game this weekend. You know you're you're still going to have to get some breaks to have one, at least one home playoff game. So the the most realistic road ahead of you is you're going to be on the road all the time. Now week one of the playoffs, fine. You're going to Tampa. Big whoop. We've done that before. <laughs> after that, after that. Um, there's a real good possibility that you're going to number one seed San Francisco. Okay, and I know you laugh, yeah, and because of what because of what happened earlier this year. But let's let's also keep in mind and let's be fair that last year, and I get the Niners are better this year than they were last year. But at the point Tony Pollard got hurt last year, it was six six. The Niners won nineteen to twelve. Like it wasn't a wasn't a blowout a year ago. Yes, it was a blowout in Week Four this year. I get that. Um, and the Niners, by the way, are even better than they were in Week Four. I and I, yeah, I pointed that out. Um, so you're going to be going on the road to likely San Francisco or Philadelphia. You know, if you manage to win one of those games, you're going to be going to at San Francisco or likely at Philadelphia in the NFC title game. Um, I, I I don't like those odds for this team right now. That that to me is the concern. As a Cowboys fan, that's the concern. It's not, you know, I know ready EJ was ready for me to scorch earth the way I I, I did earlier this season. This is valid though. This is a valid. But yeah, the, the, this is this is a little bit more calculated, calculated, reality based um, <laughs> than 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 the panic time we heard in week four. Okay, so hey, must win. We got this Dolphins week. There you go, must win. Boom. Well, we already said that. If we're talking about the division. We, yes. And, and, a, and a much more worthwhile discussion. First of all, Jim, I think you misheard me. I said that the Niners got better even within this year. You said they got better, they're better than last year. Gotcha. That's my point. So I, I, I think you dismissed me a little fast. I there. also, I also think overall the Cowboys are a better team than they were in week four. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. It's true of both teams. Yeah. So we can't play that card on either side, but, um, um, as we correctly pointed out, Jim, is a phrase you've used there. Is that our version of hitting the clap? Yeah, I think so. And rightly so. <laughs> uh, Mike says to him the biggest uh, concern should be the Chiefs. He said uh, other teams may get injured players back. The Chiefs won't have a wide out walking through their door tomorrow. Uh, the Chiefs also currently only sitting at nine wins since we're talking about uh, ten win teams. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's, there, there's definitely a lot of um, – a lot of intrigue with a lot of teams as we head towards the uh, the final few weeks here of the season. So let's dive into it. Uh, week 16, uh, Christmas weekend. How about it? Exciting Christmas weekend. Uh, let's start Thursday, though, 8.15 Eastern time on Prime Video. The 7-7 seven and seven New Orleans Saints travel to 7-7 seven and seven, uh, SoFi Stadium in the Rams, who are a four-point home favorite. 46 is your over-under on this one. EJ. All right, give me the Rams to cover this game. Saints suck out loud. Um, give me the ooh, slight under. Slight under. Slight? Yeah. 
All right. Kyle. Um, listen, I don't think EJ's far off. Um, I think the Rams will cover. They'll force a lot of mistakes with the help of one Aaron Charles Donald and company there. And uh, Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup, if they're both healthy, will light it up despite the Saints being a defensive team nowadays. Still an adjustment for me. But um, uh, I will take the over. I think uh, the Rams will be dominant and um, take care of the business they need to score the points required for the over and uh, thoroughly uh, confirm the underperformance of New Orleans. Uh, yeah, I have um, I have the Rams winning this one as well. They they the, the, the despite how I feel about a Rams Seahawks. Uh, matchup Rams definitely the uh, the better team uh, in this one. Uh, Mike has the Ernest Christian number one seed New Orleans Saints and the under. Uh, Devin has the Rams and the over. Uh, it's a lot of sure they do. Uh, I have the uh, I'll take the over in this one as well. Um, next one we go Saturday four thirty Eastern time on NBC. It is the eight and six Bengals. They are a two point road favorite at seven and seven Pittsburgh. 37 is your over-under student of the game. Listen, what we've learned today is our Super Bowl picks were all justified by the skill positions of Seattle. And say what you will about the horrible uh, offensive line of what's going on there in Cincinnati. T.J. Watt can only do so much. I haven't heard Mika Fitzpatrick's name very much, and I think he still might be an injury concern whether he's on the field or not. But the punchline being uh, Mike Tomlin will be this much closer to his first losing season and um, mostly on the back though however one Mason Rudolph give me the Bengals to cover whatever the number is and give me the over whatever the number is I think it's going to be that bad for Pittsburgh this week all right EJ yeah um give me the Bengals to slightly cover I mean divisional optics will make it a competitive game but Bengals have better playmakers at this point um and I will take um you, st- you said over Kyle? 37? Wow, interesting. I said dominant, I'll, bitch. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll roll with you. Over as well. I'll roll with you. Uh, give me the Bengals to cover, um, but I'm taking the under. This Steelers team stinks out loud. Um, the At least the offense does. Uh, Thank you. Um, I, I, I still think you're... Somebody uh, Somebody might hear you, Jim. I still think if you're... If you watch behind me on the wall, he might hear you. That's fine. I still think you're a little overhyped on that defense, too. I think the Steelers team is just playing bad. Um, but uh, the, the, their defense will do enough uh, to keep the Bengals from getting this score to the over. Um, hey, listen, considering the year they had, that's a pretty goddamn good job. What do you mean overhyped? <laughs> um, Mike has uh, the EJ Christian Super Bowl champion Bengals and the under... Uh, wait, wait, Devin, now you're taking a shot at all of us, Burn. What I don't Everybody in this panel had, a, had the Bengals win the Super Bowl. I mean, that's not the same. Uh, Devin has the Bengals and the over. Uh, all right, next one. We go Sunday, one o'clock Eastern time on Fox. It is the ten and four Detroit Lions. They're a three-point road favorite at seven and seven Minnesota. Forty-seven is your over/under. EJ, give me the Lions a cover. Vikings are done. Give me the over. Kyle, I think the Vikings are so useless on offense, and that the lion the Lions will dominate them in a fashion that won't necessarily show up on the scoreboard. Give me the under, but EJ has the rest correct. The Lions cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I will take the slightest of overs, but uh, I am definitely taking my Lions, baby. Let's Jim, go, Jim. That's like okay, perfect. 
liked. Um, oh, you sound good now. Your voice sounds perfect. It's, it's getting there. Um, Mike has <laughs> uh, the EJ eight weeks ago. The Vikings are going to the playoffs and the lock. points. Eight weeks ago, the Vikings are a playoff lock. lock. Yeah, he forgot the lock and the over. <laughs> Come see me. <laughs> um, and Devin has the Lions in the under. Uh, then we go. Sunday one. Give him his money. He's got the receipt, EJ. Jesus. <laughs> Sunday one o'clock on CBS. Uh, it is the nine and five Browns. They are one and a half point road favorite at eight and six. Houston, forty one zero over under. Kyle. Listen, considering the fact that um, we've got the breaking news that we did from EJ Christian, those lines are going to move. Uh, but it, what, and it has already. It, Two and no, a half now. And rightly so. Uh, but that all being said, um, I'm still going to take Cleveland to cover. Obviously, um, I, I feel like I feel like the under would be a good play. But what I'm going to say is stay away from over under here. Period. Give me the slight over, just simply because of the fact that it's Joe Flacco and the Browns aren't going to be a flashy team, but they will be incredibly physical with a group. By the way, Browns, I'm going to say it again. I haven't done my obligatory weekly mention of the most underrated defense in the NFL with the Browns. Um, the actual coach of the year candidate will get yet another vi- uh, uh, a victory over a very talented rookie coach in D'Amico Ryans there in Texas uh, for the Texans. Um, so, yeah, that's my take. Browns cover and uh, slight over. Slight. Uh, EJ. Yeah, it's went from Houston one and a half to Cleveland two and a half now. Um, uh, I'm showing thinking... it as two on my site. But oh, it's, it's, it's fine. Two, two, same thing. Um, yeah, to the Browns here, of course, uh, to win. Um, I'll see the over slight over as well too. Yeah, I, I I probably would have taken the Browns even even with CJ Stroud just based on how they're playing. Uh, but too. with but with the uh, with the news certainly uh, definitely taking Cleveland. Um, uh, I'll go slight under. Um, Again, don't bet over under, but yeah yeah don't stay away game. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah I probably wouldn't touch this game at all with as close as the spread is at least currently. Um, yeah, definitely don't touch that over under. Uh, but I will take the the slightest of unders. Um, Mike has somehow EJ did not lock either of these teams into anything yet, but he has the Browns and the under. And uh, I, actually, I, I actually tell I, I, I locked Texas a month ago. Yeah, well, let's see how that worked out. My goodness, I to tell you, don't get concussions, Houston. We have a problem. Uh, Devin has the Browns and the under. Uh, all right, then we go Sunday, 425 Eastern time on Fox. It's the 10-4 and four Cowboys at the 10-4 and four Miami Dolphins, who are one-and-a-half point home favorite, 51. game. That's not the most compelling one that I'm kidding. <laughs> 51 is your over-under on this one, EJ. Damn. You're Miami. Fuck it. Miami? Uh, to, to win outright, cover a whole nine. And I will take, actually, a... Slight under. All right. Kyle? I can't disagree more. If there is a week to pick the over up in this motherfucker, it's right damn here. The the, the Cowboys injuries on defense. And when I say defense, other than Christian Wilkins, can anybody even name me a Dolphins defensive player? I can just because I used to write for the Dolphins wire. No, that's not a bing. But uh, (laughs) no. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what you're thinking here, uh, EJ. But if you do get the under, feel free to mock me. I'm very confused as to how that would happen. Give me the over for this game. That's the bet. As for the spread, uh, it's tough. 
Miami. <laughs> I mean, we know I'm picking Dallas, uh, but yeah, hammer the over w- without question. Without question. Um, you got to think Dallas is going to uh, get the offense moving, and Miami always gets the offense moving. So um, over is the easy play in this one. Uh, Devin um, has Miami and the over. Homer. I'll do this to myself. Homer. Um, Mike says, how do I make a joke here when EJ has made so many locks about both teams? <laughs> but he is the locks must wins. But he is that line. He is the Cowboys and the over. And then lastly, we go Monday, Christmas night, 815 Eastern time on ABC on ESPN. It is the 11 and three Baltimore Ravens at the 11 and three San Francisco 49ers who are a five and a half point. Uh, home favorite, 46 and a half is your over-under. Uh, EJ, I'll let you start this one off. This is a possible Super Bowl preview also, too. Uh, but give There's me the, the kiss of death. There you go. Give me the, give me the Niners to cover this game. Um, and give me the over. Niners to cover five and a half? Absolutely. They There are levels to this. Tier one, Niners. That's it. Thank you. Wow. Not the cover, though. I think your disp- disrespect for Lamar Demetrius Jackson is real here. Um, they can win a touchdown. Um, you know. And I'm saying they won't. No disrespect, of course, to to the 49ers, of which I'm allegedly a big homer this year. Whatever. Um, so, homer. Homer. <laughs> How the fuck does that work? <laughs> That's the joke. I know, I know. But um, I- I'll take the Ravens to. That's to- the joke. There you go. I'll take mm-hmm. cover it, um, but I, 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 um, man, stay away from the over under here because, like, I can, my head is short circuiting from the possible scenarios that t- could take place here, um, and both of them are either slightly above or slightly under the point total for me, just because it's the right play percentage wise. Give me the slight over. Um, yeah, there we go. Um, I will take the Niners. I actually am going to take them to cover the five and a half. It, and it's not it's not a disrespect to the Ravens or Lamar Demetrius Jackson. I think it's just you you saw the injury and I the the, the name of the running back is slipping my mind. Um, but he has been he has been a big weapon on that offense. Uh, yeah. You now lose him for the year. It's going to be your first game without him. It's a road game. It's in a hard place to play. Um, the Ravens have kind of been playing with fire a little bit over the last couple of weeks. They've still been finding ways to win, but I think odds are just going to catch up to them um, this week, and 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 I and I think it's going to happen. Um, but I think it's going to be one of those ones where they're going to be able to learn um, from the loss and and use it later on. Um, so give me the Niners even to cover, and I will take I will take a very slight under on this one. That's just as good as a slight over here, man. Like, just stay the fuck away from that, you degenerate. Yeah, I feel, I feel confident about the Niners covering the game, honestly, than the over-under, honestly. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, Keaton Mitchell. Uh, thank you, Mike. Um, Mike has San Fran via murder in the over um, by Christian McCaffrey alone. I feel like there's some Bengals homerism there, but that's okay. Homer, Homer, that's okay. Homer. We'll, We'll, we'll allow it. Um, Devin has the 49ers and the over as well. So that's where we leave off for our week number 16 picks. Um, 
Only a couple weeks left in the regular season, guys. That is hard to believe. Sad. Um, sad, a little insane. Um, but that does bring us to our uh, favorite time of the week. I just love seeing how he's going to dance every week. As always, Kyle. <laughs> you, know uh, when I decide, you know when I decide what I'm going to do? Right. <laughs> love it. Look right, Kyle. So as no, we put- do each and every week on this show, if you're listening on the audio side, only we look at EJ's, and we discuss ours, top 10 and bottom five power rankings um, for the current week um, in our segment called Tool Time. Um, you know, because EJ is a tool. Um, so we will start with the bottom five. Kyle, on the screen, make sure you are not looking at the left side. EJ, who are your bottom five this week? I think it's the same teams as last week, I believe. somebody swap there. Yeah, Commanders 28, 29, Cardinals 30, Patriots 31, Chargers 32, the Panthers. Okay. Um, I think you had the Commanders at 31, right, last week? Mm-hmm. How did they move up three places? Because their team has entirely quit the same way the Chargers have. They They didn't just give up 63 points. Jim, I'm with them on this one. There you go. Answer me. Not to say anything else. I'm good. I beg to differ, but... uh, You you could stand there in your wrongness. Wrong and be wrong about it. (laughs) Okay, beers at top 10 two years ago. I saw that roll your eye. Why don't I just bring up a pit win in triple overtime for Christ? We will never, you will never live that down, buddy. Sorry. What's wrong? Because it's all you got. Like it's all, it's, it's, it's literally all you have. What's wrong on the bottom five here? What would you do differently? Um, I mean, I would just have the commanders lower. I, I, I don't think you reward them for losing another game and, and basically being at a point where they're going to be firing, uh, their, their coach and whatnot in the off season, which I mean, we knew it was coming, but basically the news is guaranteed. Uh, with reports well, coming out, I, I just how much of it is Kyler Murray getting hurt too, EJ? I didn't see him get hurt. He got hurt in that game against uh, San Francisco. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know that. Oh well, then by dumb fucking accident, I just made your argument for you. No, okay, so I had no idea he got hurt. Factor that should be a fa- I mean, that was totally a factor, and he meant it to be. Wink, as to why. Uh, he- he did what he did to raise the commanders. Sam Howell continues to be uh, one of the healthy quarters, quarterback starters all year, right? I don't know. I didn't for a second, in the game. Made the game late. I mean, I, 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 look, you, 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 you're arguing about five teams who are fucking. I'll like, say, I mean, these, these are the five trash. worst teams. I mean, this, these are the four worst teams. The, 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 it's the semantics argument of where they sit. I mean, right. you didn't even have the Chargers in your. No, I did. <laughs> Uh, were they okay? We said the loser of that Raiders game would be twenty-eight, but the Chargers so fucking bad on losing, and he agreed with me questioning it, but he did have them at twenty-eight. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right, uh, top ten, EJ. Here we go. Top ten, number ten, the Bengals. Nine, Bills. Eight, Browns. Seven, Dolphins. Six, Lions. Five, Chiefs. Four, Cowboys. Three, Eagles. Two, Ravens. One, Niners. This was Why probably the hardest. Pop- Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why? Why are you the one? Hold on, let him. Hold on. Is, there's there's plenty to this, hold on. There's plenty to grill him about. 
I know, I know. But I let know. him at least I flap his mouth about why he did what he did. This was, to me, this year by far the hardest top ten I've done. By far. So is that why you got it this wrong? <laughs> okay. Well, obviously, we agree number one, number two, right? We obviously agree number one, number two. Obviously. Okay. Yes, that's right? what you got right. Okay. Where does the trouble start? The Eagles at three. Okay. Oh, really? Go ahead, Jim. I, I wasn't that mad you, Okay. That. I understand. I understand that the Cowboys lost, right? So they had to fall. Um, how did the Eagles move up after losing to the Drew Locke Seahawks? Their loss was not as bad as the Cowboys' loss. That's all. Again, three loss, four loss. Five wasn't that Stop. impressive. The Drew was- Locke Seahawks. Drew Locke led a game-winning drive with under a minute and a half to go. And in the fucking rain, and you're going to tell hard, me that that loss? Part, the only thing, this is the, this is the thing, this is the tough part here. Kansas City was the only team I could have put a three at that point to, to, to even out the whole thing. They don't feel like a top three team, a top four team. Right? Okay, hold on. So, so, so the Eagles, <laughs> the Eagles lost to a team who wasn't in your top ten last week, and you moved them up. The Lions destroyed a team that was in your top 10, and they stayed the same. They're not a top five team right now still. They they destroyed a team in your top 10, and they stayed the same. Okay. How does that – that doesn't make sense. Well, first of all, are the Lions a top five team in, in, in the league right now? There Come should now. be higher than the Eagles and the Cowboys right now this week. So you said Eagles Cowboys are not top five teams right now? I do not. I have the Cowboys at five. Okay, Eagles at four? No, I have the Eagles at six. Jesus. They lost three in a row, man. And they're looking worse each week. Jalen Hurts threw his 11th and 12th pick last night. Like, again, they gave up a game-winning drive to Drew Locke with under two minutes to go. Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Here I'm thinking you had more issue with the f- seven through ten, but okay. Oh, I know, I do. Like okay. you, motherfucker. Yeah, there's there's a lot of wrong here. We we're, we're taking time to go through it with the Browns over the Dolphins right now. What are we doing? Why aren't they there? Why aren't the Browns ahead of the Dolphins? They need to be. They should be. I'm more confident in the Browns. I trust them more than the Dolphins. That's for sure. Okay. The Browns have been handling business and are a reason. There's a team, speaking of locks, you lock the Browns in. The Dolphins, you don't know what they're doing the week to week. They just have accrued so much stock beating garbage-ass teams throughout the year that you put them at seven. This is the kind of shit that I expect from somebody who thinks that FSU is a national championship contender. And the Bengals at 10, that's adorable. Wow. I'm from turn too, but uh, listen... You're at the age where being premature might be a problem for you, and you did it with the Bengals here, okay? Crymore. That is a disgusting act. Really, Crymore? Um, I have the Bills at 10. Run on your top 10 now, Jim. I want to hear your top 10. Um, and it's, so three and four are more about because of how much I had to punish Philly and Dallas. Okay. Um, but I have Niners, Ravens. Lions, Chiefs, Cowboys, Eagles, Browns, Dolphins, Jags, Bills. 
Oh. So you, you agree with the Dolphins and Browns then? Hmm. No, I have the Browns at seven. I have oh, the, Dolphins and the Dolphins uh, at eight. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, because I think if the if the Browns and Dolphins play this weekend, I would pick the Browns. Um. Based on the Browns' defense. I see. I don't know if I can go there because I I probably pick Dolphins. No. I think I think that I think that front seven is is disrupting. Oh, they're they're great. Tua and no that run game them. to the point where they're going to be ineffective. But they're also a team that almost lost Chicago this week. They were down most of that game and they almost lost in a hail mary. So the Browns, are, I, I, no, no, I'm not knocking the Browns. I think the Browns' story's been fantastic. I think Stefanski's coach of the year based on what he's had to go through this 15 weeks. But at the same time, you know, I mean, here's the deal. Had, I, I, they, I, had I, the, they had a little bit of a cardiac thing also too this year as well. So. You know, um, so so again, I, I like when I'm when I'm looking at this, um, the Niners and the Ravens are are, are the top. Um, your your yeah. next tier to my next tier right now is like the Lions and the Chiefs. Like, and 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 if I'm looking at that game, I'm probably picking the Lions just based on on the fact that a they beat them, b um, the uh, like the 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 Chiefs. Both teams kind of have questions right now. But the the Chiefs feel like they're on shakier ground, um, and then I look at like Cowboys Eagles, and they're very similar. The Cowboys just shellacked the Eagles a week ago, so that that's easy for me to put them above. Uh, like I said, Browns Dolphins, uh, I would pick the Browns over the Dolphins this week. Um, the Bills are certainly making noise. I, I think the sports media. That's out here calling them the best or most dangerous team in the AFC are just way, way they overreacting. Are, they are dangerous, though. They are dangerous, man. Ceiling. And I think it's that unpredicted, unpredictability element that makes them dangerous, Jim. Hear me out. For all the stuff the lamestream media is, I know what they're intending to get at. They just said it very poorly and very succinctly, or I should say tersely. Uh, it, what they mean to say is the reason why the Bills are so dangerous is because you don't know what you're going to get. And because they made the change in offensive coordinator that looks like it's right. kind of working, That's it. They don't, you don't know the product you're getting, but you do know that Josh Allen may not be the best quarterback, but he is a, he is a capable quarterback and that they've better, been better lately than they have been consistently all season. And because you're not necessarily mentally prepared for that, that a lot of teams and coaching staff still have a grain in their head that that low floor still is as low as it was, and perhaps rightly so. They st could still lay an egg. It's that uncertainty and the height of their ceiling if everybody comes out and clicks that makes them that dangerous. You don't have to right. agree. I'm just telling yeah, you. Yeah, no, and, that, and that's fine. I just look at the fact that if Kadarius Tony is an absolute dingus and where he put his left foot – um, or the, the refs don't miss it six times first to help confuse him. Well, and I know we did we we did talk about that that if he's progressing more and more each time, as some people who have looked at the full tape have suggested that he did, like at some point you got to call it. I mean, they've been war the, allegedly or not even allegedly the, the league's been warning Jason Kelsey about moving the ball um, forward for years, and and they they call it last night. I hear. I'll say the difference with that is. When you go and talk about it in one of the most popular podcasts in the country, don't act like you get surprised when it gets called. Okay, I'm just saying. Um, well, to Kelsey's credit, I don't think he acted surprised. He was just no, like, "Yeah, didn't. they they finally called my bluff on it." Um, 
again saying it on a nationwide sure but like you know what i mean if 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 the bills lose to the chiefs last week and i i don't think a uh blowout win over the cowboys is is making people react the same uh as they are but again yes i don't disagree that the bills are dangerous um i'm i'm actually impressed that they have found ways to not blow it two weeks in a row that's impressive for them but uh let's see here um catching up on some comments uh travis uh your boy travis holmes says this current iteration of the jacksonville jaguars don't deserve to be anywhere near the top 10 i don't think any of us said that they did Uh, i have them in mind um and and i i just again maybe call it that trust thing Uh, but i just um i don't i don't i'm not ready i'm not ready the problem is i'm not ready to put you know, because the, the the other options to put in instead of them would be Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Houston, Denver, um, you know, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, the Rams, the Seahawks. I'm not ready to put any of those teams over them. Um, and, and to me, the Bills weren't there before. So maybe I should have put the Bills above the Jags. Maybe I should have the Bills at nine and the Jags at ten. At the very least, Josh Allen isn't in percuss- concussion protocol, so there's that's that. fair. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not ready. Uh, I'm, I'm not ready to put other teams above the Jags. It's not even necessarily of the Jags, quote unquote, deserve the ten spot. It's it's that other teams don't absolutely don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they deserve it less. Um, Mike says, uh, lock of the week, Bengals uh, over Browns. Uh, y'all have a Merry Christmas. Ah, so he's going to uh, record the um, the FKC Fantasy Hour, which you can hear on the uh, the Huddle Up podcast feed. So uh, thank you, Mike, for checking in with us. Um, throughout the night, Travis says the Buffalo Bills are Bitcoin. <laughs> I love that. That is a great analogy. Yeah, Again, parody and now the league is. I believe he said is- that before on the Duval Dive earlier in the year as well. Mm-hmm. I that That's a fantastic it's accurate. analogy. It's accurate. It's accurate though. Because well, yeah, one week it's going to be worth a million dollars, the next week it's going to be almost worthless. So yeah, it's and what actually- saves them and what saves them is the, is the parodies is fucking sick. Yeah, I mean, and and that that that's what has made uh, rankings a little a little difficult this year. But yeah. man, yeah, I I I don't I don't see how you can keep the Eagles at three. I really don't, this, man. I, like I said, I, I think um, wasn't look at real quick. Um, the Lions. I think after week seventeen. I'll feel either better or worse about the, about the winning for the Cowboys. That's the game I'm looking at to see, okay, prove to me. Because I'm just right now, those losses to the, to the Green Bay, which looks bad now in hindsight, <laughs> you know, and uh, who else they lost to that little losing streak they had uh, a couple weeks ago? Uh, they um, lost to the Bears too, right? The Bears too. So, But EJ, you know, you're Detroit, the one. You always talk about how those division well, games get this, a little this freaky. True, but you almost lost Chicago the first time, and he lost them two weeks later. So not a not great look there. The, Not this, is why great, this, Bob. this is why the best way to do these things is in tears. Not great, Bob. Tears are the best way to do this stuff. Obviously. Well, and, and uh, but again, uh, they, uh, they also they also just beat a team that was in your top ten a week ago, forty two to seventeen. This is true. Like, I'm just, and they didn't move. They didn't. You didn't move them at all, at all. Because they're not as good as the five teams ahead of them right now. Stop it. I'm sorry. They're better than Kansas City. Right now, no, they are no, better no, than no, Kansas no. City. The Browns should be ahead of the Dolphins too. While if, we're if they're better than Kansas City, then they would tell me that they're a Super Bowl contender, and they're not. 
right now, does Kansas City look like a Super Bowl contender? They might be one, but they don't look like one. Okay, when so you're when you're so you're talking when you say Super Bowl contender, you mean playing so on championship like weekend, right? I don't see them playing there. I don't see it. I still think see, this, we ran now, into this last year or two years ago. This last is week. the reason so, why that's a bullshit take is because now what you're doing is guaranteeing in the top four that you have two of each conference, and that ain't right. Because maybe you have a scenario where somebody in the other conference is better than one of the other reps, but as a result of the fact of where they sit, they're going to be made better than they actually are. It's the same reason FSU got left out is because that was taken out of the equation by the selection committee. Take it, bitch. Like, and so. (laughs) But I mean, so looking at the last five weeks for the Chiefs, they lost to the Eagles. They had a. Fairly convincing win against the Raiders. Great one there. Then they lost to the Packers. They lost to the Bills. And they struggled against the Patriots. Struggled. Struggled. I mean. They only won by 10. And there was points where the Patriots. They were nine-point favorites. They won by 10. What what, what are we doing here? I mean. There was points where the Patriots, if they would have anything that resembles an offense or a defense. Could have made that a game or possibly won. We're not. I mean, again, the parody in this league is sick, man. It is oh, sick. God, what a punt! What a cop out! What a punt! Or is it sick? I'm telling you, are you good on Sunday? Again, the best way to do this stuff is in tears. Honestly, it really is. And now, listen. If if any team in football punted as much as you, they would never win a game. Anyway. Probably. Which means now my tears, EJ's tears, uh, the debut. I'm not sitting through another See, one. No, 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 no. Look at this. This is you'll enjoy this. You enjoy this. No, so I the won't. bottom. So the, hey, 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 hey! Listen to this. So bottom five: <sighs> Landon Cancun weeks ago, Commanders, Cardinals, Patriots, Chargers. Oh, and I don't have man. I, I, we're already in uh, two hours <laughs> in. <laughs> Stop it, Kyle. Relax. You'll be okay. Uh, next tier up, New York. Right, I'm so Kyle, if you keep interrupting him, hard. it's only going to make I, this longer. Just lie back and take sure. it, and it'll be over exactly. in two minutes. I'm making sure this mistake is never made again by the producer, Jim. Just yeah, like look, Mrs. Look. Just like Mrs. Told time, lay back and just let it happen. It'll be over in two minutes. Exactly, and, she, and she's good for it. And two kids later, here we go. New York, lol. Look, look, laugh out loud, New York. Right now, Fagazi, next tier up. These teams who. Can also, once in a while win a game and think, oh, well, no big deal. You know, they they, they win a steal game here and there, but they're not really that good. Saints, Packers, Vikings, Steelers, you know, Falcons, Bears, Raiders, and Titans. They're fake. They're fake. They're frauds. Okay. Now your favorite word, uh, Kyle Frisky. See that Frisky line up there? Jaguars Frisky. They went. They got, they got demoted to Frisky. Uh, Bengals. They were they were they were into something for six. How could anyone listen, get demoted to anything? You two listen, listen, listen. These teams here are frisky. Rams, Bucks, Seahawks, Broncos, Colts, Texans, Jaguars, and Bengals. These four teams here have something to prove. Obviously, the Bills have something to prove the last couple of years. Dolphins still there. Lions, Browns, something to prove. Hey, look. The Eagles, Cowboys, and Chiefs are contenders, but got some question marks. You agree with that? Then the last two tiers. Worthy challenger? Well, no money night football. Ravens. Right there. Uh-huh. And then, of course, tier one. Stands alone. Niners. Your Niners. Juggernaut. Bitch. Well, first of all, let the record show. Um, if you start growing hair and start making comments about uh, to, to about beer and um, talking to another co-host, in other words, by beer, I mean brew, and, of course, start growing hair, 
you can't be fat Nick Wright. I need you to know that, okay? Can you stop it? I'm not, I'm not fat for the record. <laughs> compared to him, compared to that scrawny well, little. Well, well, he's fucking. He's a, he's a fucking toothpick, though. That's different. That's the joke. Yeah, I'm this big bone. That's sex the guy. joke. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah, that's the tears. That that's how it should be done. Okay, that's the tears. My that's tears. way it should be. That's <laughs> way it should be. No, no, but real talk. No, real talk. That's how it should be. That, that's how you evaluate the separation of the teams. To me, God. the Ravens look. They don't. They don't, they don't even have to win against the Niners on Monday. I haven't if that seen game, if that game's hunting Ray guy. What if that seen? game is competitive though on Monday Night Football, I'll put him in a conversation with, with San Francisco. But to me, right now, the one thing that's clear is that there's only one team that's separated themselves from the rest of the pack. It's San Francisco. San Fran is better than everybody else, and right now it's not even close. That's what's that, that's what's clear. There's tier one's one team, not five anymore. It's one team. Yeah. Bottom line. San, yes, San Francisco is the best team in the league. Period. Now, Trent, you know, stays, you know I didn't say healthy. it. You're going to do that now? Too, I didn't I'm say it. Can we move on, Jim? For I didn't say it. I love you, Kyle. <laughs> uh, Travis commented. Uh, he said Cleveland should have lost to the Bears. What are we doing? He's he, just coming after me because he's I, my Travis, thank you, Travis. I just said that. Thank you, Travis. He's, he's my co-host on the Duval Dive. And then he also got dunked on so hard on Monday in the In and Out Sports Debate Show. He's looking for a rematch. Ooh. Basically, tune into the Duval Dive this Friday here on the Huddle Up uh, Podcast wait. YouTube feed. Merry Christmas, Mamma Jammas. Uh, there you go. All right, guys, before we get out of here, because good Lord, I can't believe I'm actually still able to talk after two hours. Um, but let's go to our locks. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. All right. What is going to happen this weekend, Kyle? Um, Christ, we sat so long through that segment, I forgot what I had. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Browns over Texans. Lock of the week. Lock it up. Uh, EJ. I'm going to, I'm going that out one more time for the third week in a row because fuck you, Green Bay. The Carolina Panthers will have a win, their first winning streak of the year. They beat Green Bay and taking the Packers out. That, of is, lock it up. that is not Fence sitting at all. Wow. No, I, I got Carolina time. two weeks, though. Remember that? I got Carolina and I, and I actually got the lock right. Because his week. favorite lube is back ordered. Um, no, but it, Amazon, you know, the back order the holidays, bro. Come on. You, you, know, you know, it's one of those things. But no, that was actually Fuck very. You Packers let me down last couple weeks. You deserve to lose this week. Panthers win first winning trick of the year. Bryce Young. EJ, it's your own fault. I blame you. Right. Can so now I, I can, somebody, can somebody jinx a team that has only two wins? Is that possible? Yes. Yes. They, I picked them last week. They won. We talking about maybe. My lock last week was Panthers over. Yeah, we heard you the first time. Yeah, we know. Thank you. This, 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 EJ, we're trying well, to get to the end of the show. Shut the fuck up. I can't. Shut up, time. bitch. Shut your mouth. Uh, Devin going full homer on this one. No surprise there. Homer. Uh, he said his lock of the week is going to be the Cowboys losing to the Dolphins. Um, my man Travis. So there you go. Uh, Devin. Lock it up. Uh, mine. I'm going to in the same game that Kyle said, but you know, cause I like to go a little bit bolder with mine. Occasionally they hit, uh, Joe Flacco will have two rushing touchdowns in, oh, a, what? in a Browns win. This Sunday. Are you trying to murder him? Against the Texans. Nah, man. He's going to be running free and clear. Lock it up. Joe Flacco, 2023. I didn't stutter, did I? Push, push, push. Let's go. I didn't. Quarterback sneak tool. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? They, they they wanted to give it another name the other night, and I was just like, can we stop? Can we just stop with stupid names for these plays? Anyway. All right. 
Let's wrap it up. Student of the game. Good Lord. Plug away as quickly as possible. <sighs> Honor, joy, and privilege, gentlemen. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at the SOTG. Uh, find me on Instagram and Instagram and threads as the same, the SOTG. Uh, check out my right, or excuse me, Facebook as well as the student of the game. Check out my writings with the three-point conversion. My wrap-up of the Cure Bowl is there from this past weekend. Also, I will be at the Pop-Tarts Bowl and the Citrus Bowl for the three-point conversion in the coming weeks. So check that out as well. Speaking of bowl games, I will be at the Gasparilla Bowl Friday for the Black and Gold Banneret covering UCF as they battle Georgia Tech. And of course, my coverage of the Jaguars continues. Granted, it will not be in game form on Christmas Eve because to the best of me and Travis's ability, we might have been able to pull it off at 1 p.m. This 4 p.m. trash didn't happen. However, check the Jaguar report for my holiday-themed assessment of the state of their current being. In the meantime, also uh, check out my work with uh, covering the Orlando Magic with A7BN Sports. I will be there on Wednesday night as the Magic host uh, EJ's Miami Heat. I've mentioned it to him, and I have yet to hear the key phrase because he's Go a pop. Heat, bitch. Go it's Heat, bitch. Uh, so <laughs> Go Heat, bitch. Uh, with all that in mind, check me. Check out my podcast, The Student of the Game, 8.40 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday nights. And, of course, The Duval Dive on Friday at 11.15 a.m. Eastern. And, by the way, you can check that out on 3 Point Conversion uh, iHeartRadio channel as well as OldSchool101.com uh, between 12 and 2 for OldSchool101.com. So check all of that out. Great times all the way around. And as tired as I may be, I will still say, class dismiss. Travis, this Black 60, bro. Don't do that to his kids. There's kids who should be grown adults by as old as Joe Flacco. Don't do that to his grandkids. They don't want to see granddaddy get his ass whooped. It's going to be fine. He'll be fine. Relax. He'll be fine. EJ, plug away. (laughs) Erzwee Podcast. Call all podcast catchers. Check it out. We just did a report today with Kyle and I. Great episodes always. Um, My YouTube page. We we just crossed 300 subscribers over the weekend. Uh, so check it out, YouTube.com. You can't hear the number. You're mumbling. You're going. No, we, we, we just passed 300 subscribers this weekend, finally. 300 um, subscribers. Yeah, so, you know, of course, uh, check out the, the page at YouTube.com forward slash at Ernest Christian. Um, other than that, guys, Merry Christmas, my one. This is our last show before the holidays. So, oh, Merry Christmas to you guys. Now. You want to hug it out? Want to hug it out, Kyle? Come on. I do, actually. You come come here, here we go. Jamie, <laughs> want some? Jamie, want some? Jamie. No. Come. No. <laughs> you, you, you never show had a black man hug yourself. you <laughs> you just say joke up yourself. <laughs> wow. No, but seriously, man, guys, have Merry Christmas, of course, and be safe and enjoy your families and all that. And uh, yeah, so great show. Yeah, so, Devin, Merry Christmas to you too, you bud. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely, guys. Merry Christmas to you. Uh, happy holidays. Uh, however, you choose to celebrate, uh, I hope that you can do that um, and uh, find some uh, joy and peace in the season for sure. Um, we will uh, be back next week. Um, we're not taking time off as it is the day after Christmas. Uh, so we'll be right back at it next Tuesday night. So make sure you are uh, following along with us, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, uh, TikTok as well. Uh, we stream live on uh, Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitch. So make sure you get us there. You get our merchandise over at tpublic.com. Subscribe on all podcast platforms. Guys, it's so simple. It's free. We're not like just... 
click a share button. If you like us, share it. If you subscribe to us or if you like us, so hit the subscribe button, rate and review it, uh, share it with your friends. Um, that'll certainly continue to help the show grow. Um, appreciate uh, all the hard work everybody has done this year. And um, have a great, great holiday. We'll be back next week. Until then, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the win.